During Dell TechFest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. What's up, everybody? Welcome to PSI Love You XOXO Episode 30. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the new face of video games. Blessing, Eddie Oye Jr. Whoa, I'm sorry. Is that is that a Miles Morales I see there? Uh, this hey, is everyone. Hey. So, are Blessing, are you revealing right now that you're shirtless Miles Morales? Of course, a man who just made his debut on Twitter today. Oh no, no no this this is all this is all just just me having fun no uh, as you can see Greg I'm actually I'm wearing a shirt I was yes, just wear, wearing the mask you know just as a, as a fun bit oh I see okay. yeah because of course yeah, yeah. yeah you came over and helped me take photos of shirtless Spider Man and shirtless Miles Morales over the weekend I did yeah we had a really good time you called me up on Saturday Saturday yeah. and you were like oh hey bless you know the homie the homie shirtless Spider Man. Uh, wants to introduce shirtless Miles Morales into the world. Yeah. And to be clear, because I got a few questions about this, shirtless Miles Morales is his superhero name. Like right. we don't we don't know his actual like identity. We don't know who's under the mask. No, no. All we know him as is shirtless Miles Morales. Correct. Uh, so I came through and I helped you out. Uh, to helped you take some pictures. Right, um, I am, of course, Shirtless Spider-Man's official photographer. Everybody knows this yes. from the lead of, of Spider-Man PlayStation 4. So, yeah, to get the call from the big guy, I hadn't talked to him in what feels like years, but to go there. And this is the first time ever where I was like, to take these photos properly, I need that reflective circle that all photographers like myself use. Yes. And so I called you to come hold that and help me take photos of both <laughs> Yeah, those are really fun times. Yeah, they're great guys. I'd love to know who they really are. They seem really cool. Yeah. Uh, they seem yeah, like they've Shirtless, got their lives Shirtless pulled Miles together. Morales is really cool dude. Uh, he talked to me a little bit about his workout regimen. You know, yeah. he said he does a lot of push-ups uh, yeah. and sit-ups, which which helps helps him out. So I might start doing that. That was the feedback. I don't know if Kevin, if it's possible for you to show any of these photos. Twitter.com slash game over Greggy. Follow today. But that was one of the the prevalent uh, prevalent comments out there. It was like, what is shirtless uh, Miles Morales kind of yoked? Kind of got something going on there. Yeah, because it, it was out- funny, of course, for <laughs> shirtless Spider-Man for a long time out of shape. That was the joke. You know what I mean? Didn't and Harry didn't look like spider-man you're kind of or i'm sorry shirtless spider miles morales kind of looking like a uh, spider-man ps4 miles morales Spider-Man yeah. PS5 miles Tur- morales. i mean turns out shirtless miles morales has a really good metabolism which gets oh. him like very far in terms of you know his his physical fitness and so shout out to him how do you I mean, post look at that. so much greg how do you post so much on twitter i like to live on twitter you know what i mean there's a lot of good stuff happening on twitter a lot of horrible stuff but i like to be one of the good sure, things twitter, sure. uh, over on twitter so i like Great to go out shoulders there. on this kid you know look at this shirtless miles morales has something going on that, you that metabolism you know yeah, yeah. like on this photo here of shirtless uh, spider-man and shirtless miles morales shaking hands i did appreciate one of the tweet responses that was i see 
the gut getting sucked in. I respect the gut getting sucked in. <laughs> and I was like, as the photographer, I did notice that as well. As they look almost, it almost looks like a Photoshop gut on shirtless Spider-Man because he's sucking it in so much because he's next to shirtless Miles Morales. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. You got you got to love it. But yeah, these are these are some great photos, Greg. You did a, you did a good job. Thank you. Um, I best. got to witness it, and yeah, you you did great. We got to get back in shape. Spider-Man Miles Morales, PlayStation 5, coming up, holiday 2020. <laughs> oh, my God. You know I'm I mean? so excited. We gotta, we gotta, I got to be in photographer shape to have these kind of moments and understand mm-hmm. what's going to go on in this man's career. Yeah, you understand, Kevin. You got yeah. it 100%. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. I want to see enough about that. Oh, sorry. I, 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 well, I was just going to say, I want to see a lot more of shirtless Miles Morales and then a lot less of them. You know? <laughs> like, I want to see a lot more of them in the upcoming months, and then I want them to disappear. Okay, sure. I feel like that'll happen naturally as we, oh, get, yeah, hyped, sure. as we get hyped for, you know, but then it's there's always that thing, you know, shirtless Spider-Man, of course, followed us to RTX London that one year. He's been to many in RTX normal. He's been to PAXs and stuff. It kind of feel like once you meet these shirtless superheroes, they kind of become part of your life for the rest of oh, your life. So it's kind of one of those things you'll never be able to get away from, shirtless Miles Morales. He'll always be one step behind you. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, always be ready for that. I hear shirtless Spider-Man has multiple masks because he loses them very often, too. So you might want to oh, look wow. at that. You might want to look into that. It's a whole thing. Yeah, I might, I might hit up Shirtless Miles Morales, make sure he's stocked up. Sure, okay. Uh, enough about that. This is PSI Love You XOXO, your weekly PlayStation podcast where Blessing and I talk about all things Sony. Hang out, have a good time, answer your questions, look at your PSN profiles, talk about reviews, can't say profiles for some reason today. <laughs> Here's the other thing we're going to put out there, right? This is a special episode of PSI Love You XOXO because this is the first one with the Miller St. Ange uh, James household coffee pot where... I got sick of it last week. We, I've been making French presses the entire quarantine, right? I love a good French press. But I drink coffee like it's going out of style. So it'd be one of those things where I would go over there, start making a second French press, forget about it. The water never got mixed with the grounds. Or I put something down somewhere I forgot. So I was like, finally last week, I was like, can we just buy a coffee pot? Can we go old school? I haven't, I haven't worked in an office that has a true coffee pot with the filter and the grounds since the newspaper. So 2007. And so we looked up, turns out coffee pot, not that much smarter, but a little bit smarter. We bought one. You can activate with Alexa. You can like say, Alexa, oh, coffee pot. She'll fucking start making a coffee for you. Can you set like a timer and have it turn itself on at a certain point? You can. But again, if you just say, what if you want to sleep in or you want to get up with no schedule, right? You load it up. You hit the ready to brew but button, here's Kevin. here's the thing. You wake okay. up, you go in the bathroom. I talk to the Echo Dot in there. I say, hey, Echo, sure. make sure. some coffee. It starts making the coffee out here. Fun fact, today, this weekend, I threw out two coffee makers. Could either of them talk to Alexa? I uh, know they were old school ones. Yeah, yeah I, I respect that. I respect that. The kind so anyways, you would no, see in no. a hotel, but of uh, fifteen years ago. Wait, the, like the giant silver ones with the like the little. Well, I mean, they're it? not silver. They were black. You know those like medium sized ones that have like the, the ones I press. You, <laughs> no, you you open it up and you get a cup of water and you the mug and you put it into the top. Yeah. To put That's, yeah. Is that okay? And it goes into the glass pot. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Little yeah, that's what I got over there. But it's got a little bit of futuristic. Yeah. yeah, you know, this is a bit. Oh, you mean like in a hotel room? Yeah. I see. I oh, jumped sure. to like a hotel yeah, ballroom lobby, situation. Lobby, My lobby. apologies. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so now I got this. And so I've been drinking a lot of coffee. And like, because it was, we we killed the first pot today. And then it was, you, uh, should I make another one? And Jen's like, I don't know. And I'm like, fuck that. Dude, how much coffee one. do you drink in a day? Oh, brother, I drink a lot of coffee. All oh, right. Man. I want you to know right now, my mouth is dry, but hyper. <laughs> oh, you know oh what yeah. I, mean? I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. You can see the hyperness. Dry and hyper. Yeah. Dry and hyper. <laughs> uh, housekeeping for you, of course. Uh, guess what, everybody? 
this month is almost over. I can't believe it either. This is the last week of July. The reason I tell you this is one of the main things I hear about. Oh, man, I'd love to support you on Patreon, but I realized too late in the month to do it. Hey, when August rolls around, why don't you go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Uh, kick us a couple bucks there. You can be supporting us the entire month. Be uh, Patreon producers on show. Get your questions right on show. Get all the shows uh, ad-free. Get them with the exclusive post shows we do each and every week. Get the most bang for your buck. Because right now, of course, if you went in there, uh, what, it, the 28th when you start listening to this, unless you're on YouTube right now, but that means we already got your money, so I don't you go on the 28th you go over there patreon.com slash kind of funny games like oh, i'll give them a couple bucks you give us a couple bucks get you get three days of whatever goodies i mean it's all archived of course you can go back and like but three days of goodies and then what immediately charge the next day or that's that's how they get you don't let them get you you know what i mean just wait it's fine but you could be like our patreon producers james hastings sancho west gaming julian the gluten-free gamer delaney twinning jeffrey p long jesus barrio aka bent fork pr skin tight salmon game jumper x and mohammed mohammed aka momo they're supporting us right now for the month of well they, they paid for it and so if you went right now i guess in july and you backed us at that tier you could be in th- next i don't month. think you need this much detail a lot of people say hey I'm greg <laughs> No one, no one needs this. You got a dry, detail. hyper mouth. Don't shoot him. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you got to get I that like tongue to think wet, of, right? I like to think of my tongue like a Tostitos scoops. You know what I mean? I can get all sorts of salsa and things Lots in there. Lots of salsa in there. You got all right. Shout out to Mark Freeman, Eric Miller, Cameron O'Neill, uh, and Arno. They're all watching live on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games, just like you can right now as we record the show. Our sponsor is YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, but I'll tell you about that later or completely forget. For now, let's start with this week's X's and O's. Blessing, what do you got? Greg, I want to take us back, way, way back, to the PS4 generation. That's right, looking all the way back. I want to, I want to take a look back at, at the new uh, PlayStation IPs uh, of this gen because okay. an article went live on Push Square last week from Robert Ramsey. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima sells a staggering 2.4 million copies oh, in wait. three days. Uh, and Greg, last week we did our whole PlayStation bracket to kind of, and- you know, Shout out to everybody who wrote in and said we were mm. right on everything because there were a lot of you who were like, oh, yeah, Nailed it. this is perfect. I want to give a special shout out to Tamor Hussein over at GameSpot who wrote yep. in and said literally every pick I would have made. I was had very no disagreements from Tamor. Not uh, one. He hasn't been a little crybaby on Twitter about it. Uh, but yeah, like last week we did our whole bracket uh, <laughs> to kind of celebrate the fact that, yeah, we got all our all our PlayStation exclusives. All, of, all the first party games have released uh, with the release of Ghost of Tsushima. But Another thing to acknowledge, Ghost of Tsushima is also the final, and I don't want to say this too definitively because I'm sure there, there are probably some exclusive games coming up that are that are new IP, but essentially the last big new IP of PlayStation this generation. So with that, uh, I'm going to bring you to Robert Ramsey from P- Push Square who writes this. Sony has done it again. The PlayStation maker and publishing powerhouse has created yet another blockbuster property. Alongside the likes of Horizon Zero Dawn and Days Gone, Ghost of Tsushima can be labeled an undeniable hit as it managed to sell a staggering 2.4 million copies in just three days. Sony has made a habit of deliver- delivering bestsellers over and over again this console generation, to the point where it's making the process look easy. Let's not forget that big publishers in general are averse to crafting new intellectual properties as there's an inherent risk involved. It's much safer to bank on, on recognized brands, and while Sony does does still lean heavily on on or while Sony does still lean on heavy hitters like God of War and more recently The Last of Us is clearly not afraid to push new ideas. With that in mind, Ghost of Tsushima is actually Sony's fastest selling new IP on PS4, beating out the aforementioned Horizon Zero Dawn, Days Gone, and Bloodborne. It's an undeniably huge win for developer Sucker Punch, and this could well be be the start of a prestigious new series. So, Greg. 
with yeah. that, I want to ask you the question and also the audience. I'm bringing in the audience for best friends to talk back uh, for people to write in this week uh, for us to read the responses next week. What is the best new PlayStation IP this generation? Uh, I got a list. I got a short list here. Give me your list. I'm sure this is missing a few, but essentially, like for 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 a broad look at what the new PlayStation IP of this generation are, right? We got Bloodborne, Drive Club, uh, Knack, The Order, 1886, Entwined, uh, Until Dawn, The Last Guardian, Horizon Zero Dawn, Alien Nation, Matterfall, Bound, Detroit Become Human, Days Gone, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Concrete Genie, Dreams, Death Stranding, Astrobot. Blood and Truth, Neo, Firewall, Zero Hour, and I'm sure to some extent the list goes on. But that was the, those are the ones that I, I <laughs> that's, compiled. That's the one you've 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 gone through and cribbed together, huh? Yes. Okay. And so then you want to decide what is the best new PlayStation IP? Yeah, in your opinion. Now here's my question, as I'll toss it out. And it's cheating, but we're not going to count Spidey. We're not going to count Spider Man. I thought about that, but that's not a new IP, is it? It's weird, right? It isn't. No, I think because I think there's two different things happening, right? Because you and I were talking before the show about the title, best new PlayStation franchise, PlayStation Four franchise, right? Mm-hmm. And then this one is very specifically about PlayStation IP. And so, yeah. no, Spider Man's not a PlayStation intellectual property, even though his universe is in this game, right? Even though we are starting from scratch and starting something else there. But I guess technically, no, we can't do that if we're going to go through this. So we can't count it there. <sighs> There are a lot of really good ones. And so I guess for you, okay, so... You, it, 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 I mean, and honestly, you can take this as, as favorite. For the sake of this conversation, I wanted to say best because great headline, and of course, we're the PlayStation guys, and so exactly. we're gonna, we had the definitive say, say on all this. But for the audience, I'm asking, like, what is your favorite and uh, and why, right? And you can, go, of course, go to patreon.com, so it's kind of funny games if you want to respond. Uh, have your response read on the show for best friends talk back. But yeah, between me and you, Greg, the best because i got a few in mind well that's the thing is i feel like you can make so many different arguments here mm-hmm. and that's the thing yeah best is so subjective obviously as this our whole conversation is about to be don't get mad don't it'd be like tomorrow just agree with everything we say and be done with it exactly fuck dude the best out of this list of amazing games like i think ghost is in the running for it for sure i think for concrete sure. genies in the running i think dreams is a platform i think even though it's not my jam bloodborne is on that list for See, sure bloodborne, bloodborne was the first one that came to mind as far as what is the best new i guess i like a best new release for an ip if that makes sense like the best new game because for me when i when i thought of this question right i think for me what makes an ip powerful is the fact that it can it can it can live and give birth to a series or give birth to spinoffs or have a long tail. And so I look at something like uh, Until Dawn, for that matter, right? We got Until Dawn, but then we got Rush of Blood, um, and like we're we're seeing even the spirit of that IP live on through the Man of Madon games. But sure. even still, like that's that, a great that, argument. Yeah, that's that's not even living up to the height of Until Dawn. And I think Until Dawn as an IP has such strength. Um, but Bloodborne, the the argument I have an argument for and against Bloodborne Ooh, is. Out of the list, or out of the um, out of the list, I just read right all these games, right? Bloodborne, Drive Club, Knack, The Order, eighteen eighty six, Entwined, all the games that I, that I read: Dreams, Death Stranding, Concrete Genie, Ghost of Shima. I'd say Bloodborne is the best game on this list. Like, I don't think I don't think there's a game here that is a better individual game than Bloodborne. That said, I don't know how much more Bloodborne we're gonna get. Like, I think there's a chance we get Bloodborne too. You but, have to get Bloodborne too. I mean, do don't you think? think? So? I, yeah. f- I feel like th- I feel like they're. 
one from software i think has found so much power in uh you know publishing third party and having their games be everywhere right and i think from software is one of the few developers right now where they can put out new ip and people are will will be just they as excited get it. for it yeah right people get it people are like yeah like because they almost people almost consider those to be the same franchise even though even though they're not right like the, the excitement that we see that we saw for bloodborne i think is gonna be similar to the excitement we see for elden ring and if from software wants to make a new ip after that then i think people are still going to hold that same level of excitement as long as they still uh uh hold the same level of quality in their games um and so yeah and i mean even with all that said right bloodborne came out in 2015 how much more bloodborne have we gotten since then well, this is where the argument gets so fucking interesting and why I love it. And you bring good stuff to this show. I won't listen to Kevin when he says fire you. We are titling it. What's PlayStation 4's best new franchise, right? Mm. And the question you're asking, on, Greg, fire him a little bit. Best friends talk back bit. is what's your favorite new PlayStation IP this generation and why? Mm-hmm. So you're immediately at odds with there, there are two different questions. For where sure. and and again for the record, we are aware too for the argument of what's the PlayStation's best franchise. You're like there's one installment of these games. You understand what we're saying. I, IP, I don't think, even though I know it's intellectual property, you know it's intellectual property. Somebody riding in their car right now and listening to their dad talk about work, they don't understand that that IP means intellectual property. We're teaching somebody right now. So the question then becomes like, does there need to be... Uh, franchises are different things. I think even if you're talking about uh, a franchise being one game and two games, you can. I think a franchise becomes uh, the game, the toys, the the t-shirts and stuff like that if we really wanted mm-hmm. to get down to it. But we are talking about building blocks for the next, gen- next game, whatever, the new franchise, all these different things. So what's interesting when you start thinking of the argument that way, right, is like looking at this list and until dawn's a great example of what you're talking about right kind because they had russia blood and then yeah the man of a dance stuff happening now but you figure if we're taking it what's your favorite playstation ip this new playstation ip this generation and then we're taking what's the playstation 4's best franchise or the playstation 4's new best franchise right i would have to say new best franchise is probably horizon zero dawn it's it's getting a full-blown sequel it's a world we're all in love with. People know Aloy. Aloy is one of the mascots now of PlayStation that you can think of. Sure, Bloodborne Gothic guy. He's he's he, people know him as a PlayStation thing too. But in the same breath, I think a lot of people would be uh, would recognize. I bet there's a sect of gamers that don't care about Bloodborne, recognize the character of Bloodborne, but also do they even think of that as a PlayStation exclusive? Do they think of that as a PlayStation uh, brand new franchise intellectual property on this thing? I don't. I don't think they do. Whereas I think if you like, if you're talking about what's synonymous with PlayStation Four this generation, you get into a bunch of games that are already, you know, sequels. Obviously, Last of Us Part Two, uh, you know, reinventions, God of War, uh, and then you'd beat a Horizon. I think Horizon's on that short list in terms of what has defined PlayStation Four this generation. What have they made? Let alone the fact it's getting a PlayStation Five game already. So you'd say Horizon even over Ghosts of Tsushima? Well, well, well I don't get ahead of yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't get ahead of yourself. I'm just saying that's one of the possible arguments here, okay. right? I'm not. Oh, I'm yeah. not committing to anything yet. I'm, I'm laying slowing out... down, buddy. Slow it down. It's going real fast, right? I'm sorry. I got that hyper mouth. It's dry. La, 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 la. You know what I mean? I'm just laying it out here in terms of which, as we try to figure out what's PlayStation's best new franchise. I think mm-hmm. if you were to go internal at PlayStation to talk to them, I think hands down they would say Horizon Zero Dawn because I think of the fa- the fact it's seen critical acclaim it's got a fan base behind it it's got a sequel they're motivated for it put gorilla on a different level uh i think people love it and cherish it for those reasons in a very specific way Mm -hmm. now 
what do I think it's better than Ghost? Like as an IP. I mean, that's hard to say, right? We we just did this the other day talking about uh, not only, you know, yeah, last week, right? And when we were going through our uh, tournament bracket, like I voted for Ghost Over Horizon. I think you did too, right? That was one of yes. our unanimous ones. Can't tell, you know, you're so busy throwing me under the bus on every other decision from last Where week. Where was PT of... on that list? Here we go. You approved it ahead of time. Surprised <laughs> you didn't put that on here. What's the best <laughs> franchise? PT, there it is. I mean, um, yeah, you see, it's not too late now. You can toss it in there. No, it's not. It's not in there. I, it's so hard to say. And what's been fascinating about Ghost is I think that the staying effect of that game, and I know that's ridiculous because we're talking about a game that's been out for, what, three weeks? Like, I, But I, it is that thing of I still peop- see people tweeting about finishing it, tweeting about it being their second platinum. I'm talking about people who are in industry who get distracted and move on to the next thing quite often. The people who are committed to seeing it all the way through and doing all the different things in there. I think that world is so interesting and cool but i think what's fascinating about it is i feel like ghost of tsushima in terms of this franchise idea like right lends itself so much better to being one and done and i don't necessarily hope that's the case i i'd love more ghosts but jin's tale at the end of this is no spoilers for ghost of tsushima is finished right like obviously if you watch the spoiler cast or you know history there's another mongol invasion that happens clearly that that he there could be a whole thing with samurais having to fight them off and do something different there. But like, you know, Horizon ended in a way that you knew they were building to a Horizon 2, and I was excited for that, and I still am. I'm still mm-hmm. excited to go back to that world and get lost back in it. I think Jin's world, as I've talked about before, is more digestible, more straightforward, more more, more easy to wrap your head around, more of a point A to point B storyline on it that doesn't get sci- so science fiction-y that, like I was talking about a few weeks ago, I was like, I think this is what happened, but I forget if this is the real thing. I would say, I mean, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, I think I agree with you with, with with what you're driving at because I so I wonder in a world where Horizon Zero Dawn and Ghost of Tsushima release at, on like the same day, uh, for example, like what actually ends up selling more because we're seeing Ghost of Tsushima have the better uh, opening weekend sales, but I think a big part of that is the fact that there are just more PS4s out there, right? And 100%. so like we're we're all things are equal, right? Like that game is going to outsell the previous game that came out two years ago um or three years ago, three years ago. Really 2017 2017 yeah that's wild um that's always the thing that gets lost in these three day three day sales numbers of course not at all trying to take anything away from uh ghost of tsushima i'm glad it did so well i think again for a brand new ip for a uh franchise or for a game that's a brand new ip that's being uh you know we always talk about representation and stuff like that and how there was like oh my god are they gonna cast somebody some white voice actor we all know Johansson for Jen. exactly right the fact that they're like no this is a full-blown this is an asian cast this is what we're doing we're committed to this and first off complete side note if you aren't following i think if you just followed sucker punch you'd see enough of it but if you follow sucker punch on twitter they're retweeting all the actors as they react to the thing and it is the most heartwarming shit to go through and look at the actors like lady masako's tweets about it uh the uh uh the cons tweet tweets about it. Like everybody's so stoked that they got to be a part of this project and that it's actually hitting and people fucking love it. Like anyways, that aside, I'm not trying to take away from ghost of Tsushima's uh, uh, great sales numbers, but it is that thing that gets lost. Of course. So like, well, yeah, if it's a great game, if it's and people dig it, like obviously you'd expect it, you know, three years after horizon, right. To have sold better. What? Yeah. Uh, seven years after the launch of the PlayStation to have sold better so that there's like 
obviously so many more millions of units out there. It still speaks that people are buying it. I'm not trying to take away from it, but it does become at some point a little bit apples and oranges as you start comparing yeah. three-day sales and, records. And with with the IP argument, right, Horizon Zero Dawn versus Ghost of Tsushima, I think you make a great point about what both of them are, where I look at Horizon Zero Dawn, and yeah, like the way that that game ends, right, that is obviously leading into what is going to be a next game. The world of that game striking me as something similar to something like Hunger Games or something something akin to that type of fiction <laughs> or that type of entertainment that has, I think, somewhat of a broader appeal, uh, you know, compared to Ghost of Tsushima, which Ghost of Tsushima could be one and done and I would get it, right? Like Ghost of Tsushima totally. could be one game and I'd be like, all right, that makes sense. Like this is a full story here like this. Um, like you know, I in this is without spoiling anything, Ghost of Shima, but like you know, they could make a sequel, they couldn't, and like you know, I both would make sense. Um, and yeah, like I, I think there's something about Horizon Zero Dawn as a world, and as like I even, even just this, it, the idea of building a narrative and building what these characters are and building like what that world is, right? Like, there's something there that I think strikes me as. More, I guess more interesting than what Ghost of Tsushima is doing. Like, I like Ghost of Tsushima more, but I think Horizon feels bigger in terms of what it, what it wants to be as a property than I, Ghost. I think it's the idea that, I mean, let alone the title of Forbidden West, right? Like, there's so much we don't know about the world of Horizon, right? Like, and I, I'm not yeah. really, I'm no spoilers, I guess, really for it, but like, going through and piecing together what had happened in that world to lead to the future Aloy got to, right? was awesome and cool and exciting and then it was the trying to piece together where you were in the u.s or what continent you were on kind of thing the idea of them pushing that further and us going to a completely new thing immediately gets exciting because you do go man yeah what would the forbidden west look like what are the things over there what are the creatures you're going to see what are the uh what is the environment in uh topography kevin if you will going to look like and how varied is that going to be from horizon one how you're going to push the decimal engine and all that jazz whereas with ghost of tsushima of course doing a ghost two or i assume we're still on the island of tsushima maybe we get off it pretty quick and we're into mainland japan which i am no feudal japan expert but i imagine looks pretty similar to what i just did <laughs> i maybe their cities are bigger and there's a little bit more it's like you kind of that's a known quantity in so many ways and i think ghost of tsushima was good and amazing and i love that game or whatever it's you know stem to stern and its storytelling and its world building and you know, the three parts of the island and all that jazz horizon zero dawn i think does immediately get me percolating more on what are we going to see there what are the the, the you know robot dinosaurs going to look like in that section are they is something other than that where you know what did other tribes do when they got separated when they broke off other civilizations when it all fell apart just because we know what happened in Aloy's section, we don't know what happened in the Forbidden West. Maybe there is a far more technologically advanced group. Maybe there's a group that uh, is more like us or something like that. Yeah. I Honestly, my answer to this question is probably Astrobot. Like, That's I think there's so much... Yeah, to like best what, new what I think... Astrobot. Best new, best new IP for, from this generation. I'd probably say as as far as far as like what I think the potential of uh, of that can be, right? Mm -hmm. Like it came out, it was on PSVR, it was an incredible platformer, right? Um, it's not going on to to debut on PS5 as Astro's Playroom. This thing that everybody's gonna have on their platforms, uh, this thing that for all intents and purposes is probably gonna be very good. Um, it is it is it and you know part of it is it's the tech tech demo for the PS5. It's gonna it's gonna showcase what the console has to offer. That said, divorced from that, I think 
the future for Astrobot can be very bright if they handle it correctly. Like I think Astrobot has the chance to be like the next big main platformer that we look at as like something special, something that's synonymous with the system, right? Do like I think, think it could be the next already, Bastion Clank. Are they already gambling that away though by doing Playroom rather than doing a full blow? Like that's a tech demo, right? That's yes. how the controller works. That's going to be something that maybe you fuck around with it. There's easy trophies, but or you have a kid who wants to fuck around with it, and they're like, "Hey, Dad, can I fuck around with this?" You're like, "Yeah, son, fuck around with it." And like, yeah. Uh, I, I think yes. I think they are kind of gambling it away, but I also think that could work into their favor, right? Because yeah. like I, I mentioned, we talked about this on, on KFGD a little bit, where when Jeff Keighley did the whole demo of the PS5 controller um, and talked about how it felt and all that stuff, right? The game he was playing through was Astro's Playroom for that. And I came out of that being like, man, all right, so this game really is pretty much going to be a tech showcase, right? Like there are, there are levels in this game that are literally the inside of a PS5, right? Like they're going through the air events, they're going through uh, a level that's like basically like the fans or whatever. Like this is not what I want from Astrobot. That said, the game being in every single PS5 that is sold is going to expose that IP to everybody, right? Everybody that has Sure, a PS5. but doesn't it cheapen it that way? I feel like that was the thing is that uh, Astrobot Rescue Mission elevated that character out of the tech demo it was before and suddenly you looked at it like oh my god what a great platformer the problem of course is that it's on playstation vr which immediately starts putting up hurdles to everybody understanding that however reviews chatter uh you know podcasts from people who actually played it were like this is so special this is so cool i think if mm-hmm. you would have not then immediately put them on playstation 5 as a tech demo if you instead would have gone right from that to hey here is an Astrobot platformer that is just for PlayStation 5 that isn't PlayStation VR, you know, it's just a really good platform. I think that would have been stepping, uh, that would have been taking that franchise to a different place. That would have been elevating it. But I think the fact that everybody's going to have the game and have, and everybody's going to be exposed to Astrobot on a bigger, bigger level than we have been before. I think is now they go ahead and make the choice of, all right, cool. Now that the PS5 is out, now that we have Astro's play playroom out the way, what if we do now commit to, Astrobot rest well, I don't know what they would call it but I guess Astrobot rest commission 2 but non VR right like what if you commit to an actual uh full-fledged Astrobot platformer that is building everything out that is going all the way I think there could be power in that like I think that could then lead to what is what is essentially the next little big planet for PlayStation where it is like oh yeah like we all recognize this thing as synonymous with the system and we all uh you know we come to it and we and we enjoy what the gameplay has to offer right because it is more as far as gameplay right it's almost more synonymous with something like uh like a mario or something like that right it's like kind of of that ilk i think there's i think there's something there in that ip if they navigate it correctly and it might not sell it's not going to sell as much as like horizon zero dawn or ghost of Tsushima. um but and i don't know maybe who knows but i think it could be just as special as something like that I agree with you, but that's why this is a mistake for them to put them back into the playroom stratus. They had the playroom. Nobody gave a shit about them. They had Astrobot Rescue Mission. Everybody's like, that's really cool. Now they're like, here you go. You're just on a fucking PlayStation 5 packing again. So I don't think, I think, yeah, people are going to look at them and they're going to be synonymous, but I don't think they're going to be synonymous with, hey, that's a PlayStation thing. I don't think they're going to be synonymous with, hey, that's a PlayStation thing I need to play. I need to buy. I want. I think it was the same way. I think even with Astrobot Rescue Mission start putting him in that and starting that way it wasn't oh the guys from playroom all right so is this tech demo no no it's a full game it's this that and the other oh okay and you get in there and you play it and you realize it's amazing but they're mishandling them they're mishandling them all right now not not to derail the conversation but i got a question for kevin kevin am i and or greg miller robotic like robotic 
to you because Greg has been sounding very uh, robotic for the last 10 minutes for no, me. He sounds pretty good to me. Keep talking, Greg. Come on, I got the Mr. Right, he sound, do I sound good? Yeah, you sound great. You sound good to me, yeah. Greg okay, looks then, yeah, like shit. Then I can ignore it. Fuck you, my, man. Think my, hey, man. My Discord is being weird, Look though. at you. You woke up. You're not even fucking trying anymore. <laughs> Plenty of hairspray. Look no, at you're all you're all you're all cubes though. Let me hold on. Let me do while no, while we're talking about stuff. Let me give sure. it a little little switch of the old, the old server. Oh, there you go. He looks pretty. Yeah, yeah see, you've got to hit on the HD button. Why don't you hit the HD button? Well, switch back to switch back to West real quick. Why? This is like when you play Halo Combat Evolved and you go back. Exactly. Okay, there it is. Because I'm I'm scared to stay in South because it's so far away. I, I am too. If I'm yeah. being totally like you know what I mean, honest. right? Like it so feels like if things back. go shit and stuff. Today with Tim, I didn't switch back though. I left it during game. Oh, and it later. worked. Oh, oh, look at that. Greg looks like crap again. Uh, Wait, let's, go, let's go back to South. Let's just see what happens. We just stay in. What south, are you guys you know? doing? I have no idea what this means. Top right it's corner, it's... you can change your region, and that changes the server you're connected oh. to. You know what I mean? So now you look good, Greg. You look good. You look hot. It's a good yeah. look. Thank you. It's a great look. So, so we believe the, in the U.S. South now. I mean, I I mean, I didn't say it. <laughs> uh, so we we've not we've not mentioned quite a few games on this list, right? Like we don't yeah, we, we not have mentioned not mentioned Bathon. Concrete Genie. Oh, good. Concrete Genie is actually a pretty good one. What? So why do you say Concrete Genie? I say Concrete Genie because Concrete Genie is an original IP, as you uh, argued that this needed to be, and of course that I think it's a stellar debut. It is a critically acclaimed game. It is criminally underplayed ladies and gentlemen if you have not played concrete genie i urge you to go pick up concrete genie i'm sure it's on sale or something uh just a beautiful little story beautiful cutscenes that like feel like you're like looking at a felt cartoon uh the world is a joy to explore there's not a moment that isn't fun in that game imo and going through and playing it and so I, what i'm interested in about that is i don't i don't peg that as a franchise you know what I mean? Like I don't. I I peg that okay, as a game. Yeah. I don't think you're getting a Concrete Genie two, uh, which is sad and not sad. Where it's you know uh, Pixel Opus making this game, uh, they know what they're doing. And th the first one for them was Entwined, right? I always think of the it was that it was the stealth Wait, release. Are they one, the right? Entwined people? Right, where it was the two things flying around like that. I'm not wrong about that, right? No, yeah, that's right. Entwined. I didn't realize it was the same studio. Let me double check on it because I'm pretty sure I'm right and that it was released at that PSX that one time. Yeah, Entwine. Yeah, 2014, yeah. 2019, Concrete Genie. Uh, I think you look at them oh, and yeah. it, it, stick with me because this is going to be highfalutin praise. But again, I can't, I cannot praise Concrete Genie enough. I think it's a fantastic game that you should all play. And I, you know, I always think back to uh, it falls in that camp of like uh, Unfinished Swan for me, where it was like a cup of cocoa on a, you know, with like the blanket over you as you played it. Like that's how it fucking felt. Like I love that feeling in game in certain games. Uh, for me, not, I'm not giving them this much pressure, I guess, uh, uh, to say, but they strike me a lot like a, that game company in terms of like, they're going to keep making different experiences and they're going to keep learning and keep getting better. And so I think that, you know, that here's entwined, which was a weird game that was like, okay, fine. Here's concrete genie. It was like, Oh, holy shit. Like, not only does this game have something to say about bullying, which, you know, obviously hits home right now and should hit home all the time. Uh, it's beautiful. It's fun to play. Blah, blah. What is their next thing? And I don't think looking at it, I think Pixel Opus is still a Sony uh, developer that is, they, they, they're doing great stuff right now, but they'd fit in so well in the PS3 era when it was, let's make weird shit. Just everybody would make weird shit. I feel like they're still being 
encouraged to make weird shit. And it is that thing of like, listen, you're a small team. You're a small studio. You probably don't cost that much to uh, uh, run or, you know, keep on our, on our uh, ledger. So pitch us the games you want to make. We'll come and say yes or no. And then you go and they, they can be weird. You can make the weird games. You don't have to worry about a concrete genie too. We want you to still be our art house. We want you to be, you be arts. We want you to be something that is taking chances and getting us acclaim in uh, places we wouldn't necessarily get and have stories to tell and things to do. And I think, that's where it gets interesting where I don't think concrete genie is the best franchise, right? It's one of my favorite IPs new IPs out of this generation, but I really think it's that pixel opus is one of my favorite developers, right? I think they're, and I think there's somebody who doesn't get oh, talked yeah. enough about enough when we talk about Sony first parties and what they're doing. Are they, wait, are they a Sony first party pixel opus yeah. or are they just producing first party games? No, they're, they're first party. Oh man. Yeah. They're, and they're down yeah. in San Mateo. They're like, yeah, they're here. Yeah, I, I never really thought too hard about Pixel Opus, but yeah, like entwined. It's concrete. honestly, it's that thing where they 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 fly underneath the radar. Where I think that, and that's to be expected. I think when you're talking about, uh, you know, these giant studios that surround them, whether it be uh, Insomniac now, Naughty Dog, Gorilla, or whatever, Polyphony, right? Then you talk about Pixel Opus. <laughs> this like tiny yeah. team, comparatively, that's in, you know just plugging away in San Mateo, making weird shit, and everybody's like, cool, keep making weird shit, and like. I, let me dig into it because I if, if memory serves right weren't they all picked from uh hold on the pixel opus in-house developer same i want to say that they, they were when, picked I from that what, game company it, like, oh. i'm looking i'm on wikipedia right now right and they say um under the history section uh in 2012 sie's foster city studio uh now known as sie san mateo studio product development group decided to work with small development development teams following the success of journey developed by the small studio of that game company and published by sie santa oh maybe they weren't picked by that game company uh published by sie santa monica studio soon after sie's foster city sponsored a game development program for students at carnegie mellon university there it is it provided playstation vitas for for students to experiment with foster city were jubilant with students ability uh in st students ability into rapid into rapidly prototype game ideas i think that's not on you that's that's a, a there's a typo in there that's not on you <laughs> uh then they say in july 2013 foster city offered six students from the from the development program at the carnegie mellon university uh and three students from san jose san jose state university that's what I was driving at. I remember when Entwine got uh, uh, debuted and released, obviously. And I remember them talking about them being a bunch of college kids they hired. Like, they were from a college program. And so that, I think, is, again, what we're talking about, of bringing it, going, opening your doors, finding new young, talented developers, bringing them in, forming a studio, and then letting them run wild with it. Let them go with their imagination. That's really cool. Create shit, yeah. And I love that about them. Uh, PlayStation and And so what happened there? So, do we switch regions again? Are we in the Are we in the north now, Kevin? Oh yeah, we're we're back yeah, in the west. Yeah, yeah, we're back. The west, south wasn't doing anything for us, you know. I knew we couldn't trust the south. I've said it for years. You know what I mean? I've also said it a lot. Lied to us. Gone with the who wind? lied to us? Gone with the wind. Oh, gone with the wind. Yeah, they lied to us. Sure. Did they? Were they very? Were they saying we can trust the south for Discord? Was that one of their? Oh, uh, me and Paul crowd? started watching. It's like a four-hour movie. Sure. People had nothing to do back then. They were nothing. excited. It cost them. It cost them three pennies to go to the movie theater, and they were happy they didn't get eaten by a wolf on the way there. All right, that was fucking watching the movies back in the old days. The talkies. <laughs> uh, so we 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 also got games like Knack. Which... <laughs> <laughs> we did get games uh, like Knack. Sure, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna make the argument for Knack. Uh, the Order eighteen eighty six. 
you know, I like could I think that game had a lot of potential. Could have been, yeah. What could have been? Then? Yeah, could have been, but it's not even that it had bought. a lot of potential. <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, Ready at dawn got bought, but I mean, even even if you were to turn around and try to give that franchise to somebody else, I think just the wet fart that greeted or the order eighteen eighty six, right? Of like, oh, it's short and it's pretty easy platinum, and it's we. Everybody was really excited for it, but it just uh, it doesn't do it. Like if that could have had a different reception, just to have people excited for the sequel, because it did end yeah. in a really interesting spot. It did end with like uh, what Gallahorn, what was his name, right? He was like he was on his own now, and there was werewolves and vampires. We had to go fucking fight. It was like fuck yeah, all right. And he was kind of like looking over London. I remember being like, if they got another sh- Ready at Dawn, incredibly talented studio. I loved uh, all their work at the time on the PSP God Awards. Since then, obviously, Lone Echo, amazing Oculus game. Uh, they had done so much good stuff already, though. So it was that thing of like, ah, oh, they just didn't nail this. But if they could, ha- and the, obviously expectations were super high when you're like, it looked yeah. beautiful. It had been promoted for a long time. You were looking for a PlayStation 4 exclusive. Like if they could have gotten another shot to go to bat for it, could have been something special. If the reception hadn't been so meh about it, I think you could have had another shot with a new studio. But otherwise, yeah, that, that's a franchise that's just dead. Yeah, that's one of those ones where I, like, I think for that game, you would have had to came out already with a new game you know to get people uh back on the side of your trinity six or like you come out and you're you you cannot announce that game and then be like oh and it's coming in two to three years because nobody is going to have excitement for the order the order 1887 like it would have to be a and it's out this summer and kind of thing with some sort of with some sort of hook to it to get people in Um, okay Real quick, Eric Miller yeah. in the live chat goes, lol, Gallahorn is a rocket launcher from Destiny. You mean Galahad. How fucking close are those words? Gallahorn, <laughs> Galahad. They're so close. Come on, man. Come on, Come on. dude. Cut me some fu- You're asking me to, hey, remember that really uh, mediocre game from fucking 2015? What's the main character's name? You're lucky I, ha- I was in the same ballpark of it, sir. All right? Eric Miller, we can't time people out on YouTube, but you're timed out. You know what I mean? Sit there for a minute and think about what you've done. I can report him for abuse if you'd like. No, that's not. No, we're not going to do that. Is it too far? We're not going to. Here's a question for you, Blessing. I just talked about, you know, Order 1886 coming out. Wet fart not being, you know, nobody really being behind it. Kind of DOA on that one. What is, I don't, I don't think, and I'm, I think I know you well enough that you're not going to make the argument that Days Gone is your favorite franchise, no. new franchise, new IP from. I mean, I'm not even, I, no, I've not even played Days Gone, but. Do you, what do you, do you hold out hope though for a Days Gone 2? Like, do you think? Because here's my thing: is I do think that there's definitely going to be a Days Gone too. I'm excited that there's going to be, and I think it's really going to be fucking the learn. Uh, Days Gone number one isn't a bad game. Days Gone number one is a game that <laughs> didn't click for me and a lot of reviewers. And I saw, I've seen in the similar thing of like people coming back to it. I've seen plenty of tweets that are like, "Oh my god, how is this game still going?" But has a fan base that is rabid for it and loves it and thinks it's awesome. But and that's why not? Ju- why not just make Siphon Filter? Siphon filter. Right? I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong about that. But we are talking about IPs and things like that. And remember, spoilers for Days Gone, everybody. Spoilers for Days Gone, everybody. Remember, if you get like the true ending and do everything, it turns out that it's pretty much in the siphon filter universe that like really failed. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Like, it's like, it's not like. Wait, you just made that up, right? You find the stun gun, you find Gabe's stun gun and stuff like that. But like eventually, like if you piece together all the collectibles and shit like that, it's basically like, yeah, like it's not like Gabe did it, but it's like the, well, one of the things that Gabe Logan would have been out to stop didn't get stopped and like actually unleashed this virus and made everybody into fucking freakers. Pretty cool. Uh, Interesting. 
But I don't, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that disqualifies them from doing a siphon filter. I think that's more of definitely a nerdy Easter egg. You read all the stuff because I don't even remember the organization that's the bad guys versus uh, Gabe's organization. I can't remember, but like it's that kind of thing. It's not like mm. Gabe Logan fucking died in combat and this is why th- this thing got really, it's not like that kind of thing. It's more like talking about organizations and sh- shit like that. Uh, so I, yeah, I would love another siphon filter. You, I'd like it's again that you're not on the inside obviously with these developers to know where their head's at and Mm -hmm. i think you look at sony bend and you look at days gone and i think in turn and i'm speaking completely out my ass because obviously we know people up there and talk to them but i I would say that i would think the reaction to days gone and finishing days gone makes them go fuck i want to give us another shot let's go let's get out there and make you know a not a 9.0 that everybody looks at and is like that's a great open world game. They did this, that, and the other. They they changed this. They softened Deacon. They you know got you to the hordes faster because that was one of the big complaints. That's really fun, but it's like 50, 60 hours into the game. Like, I think with a few tweaks, Days Gone could be really special. And I think that like right now, there's a group that has found something incredibly special in it. And I think that I would love to see them get the chance to show everybody that and come out and, and do that. Because again, like Sam Worthington, um, gosh, Courtney, Courtney uh, Taylor, right? Uh, Elizabeth in Bioshock. Yes. Oh, like anyway. the actress. Yeah, yeah. She's the she's the, oh. the female lead in Days Gone. Uh, like, there's a great there's a I liked their story a lot. I liked their chemistry a lot. I liked what was going on there. The world is huge. There's plenty to do in it. Perhaps too big in some ways. Uh, there's 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 something there that it, like I've talked about. I know I think last week and probably every time we talk about Days Gone where. I've downloaded it several times again and gone back in like, now I'm going to do it. And I'm just like, oh, I just, I don't want to do this. There's something there though, that keeps clawing at me of like, it could be a contender. And I don't think days gone one is it, but days gone two could be really easily. And so I do think the reaction to it and the fan base they've grown for it makes them go, let's fucking do this again and let's crush it. But then there could be the argument that we worked on it for so long. We and like what is what is PlayStation finding success with is the other thing. And what as a first party studio and like would you rather take all the learnings? Because again, Days Gone is a beautiful ga- game in terms of facial animations and landscapes and everything else. Would you rather take all those learnings and rather than make another open world game, turn it around and like let's make a narrative siphon filter or even a little bit open siphon filter or something maybe like Metal Gear Solid, but or uh, Metal Gear Solid uh, uh, Five, but. I don't know. Well, like, I, I hope they I, do Days Gone, too. I mean, I think that I think I think that could be cool. I think that could be uh, exciting for them to get another shot at it. I I also part of me would also want to see some, them do something brand new, right? Like something that's not Siphon Filter and something that's not Days Gone. Something sure, that is like from the ground up. Yeah, brand new. Because I think I, I think that kind of got in Days Gone's way, aside from like people not feeling it as much when it came out, was the fact that it's zombies and it's somewhat close to the Last of Us, and totally. like there's th- that subject matter has been just we we've gone through it right like b- between walking dead and between all this different zombie fiction like it was the other thing too of like it. It, it was like you can see when that game gets pitched of it's sons of anarchy meets walking dead and they're like fuck yes and by the time that game comes out everybody's like we're over the walking uh, dead and sons of anarchy we don't care about it anymore it's kind of ridiculous <laughs> and so you watch yeah. this and all right boozer what are we doing by the way sam Whitworth, not worthington it, that one is triply embarrassing because Sam Whitworth is my friend and I talk to him quite often. But there's gotcha. a lot going on in the show. I'll and the, the, act, the, the actress was Courtney Draper. I forgot if you said that or something else. I said Courtney Taylor, but. who's another voice actress that I knew didn't sound right. Thank you very much. Gotcha. Uh, before we transition... We're not transitioning uh, to shit. 
I want I want to shout out some uh, some more IPs, right? Dreams is one. That I was going to say, yeah, we haven't even talked about Dreams yet. Demi, would you would you say Dreams is in the running for best new IP of this generation from PlayStation? That's the problem. Is it, <laughs> is it is it in the running for my favorite PlayStation IP of this generation? No, I think for me personally, mm-hmm. the more concrete Ghost of, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Horizon, like wrap your head around this single player story, what you're going to do makes more sense for me. However, if you're talking about what's the best new franchise for PlayStation, I think we look back at this in five years, it's possible it's Dreams. I don't think it's probable, but I think it's possible that I haven't even, have you fooled around the VR update that came up? No, I've not. It's been a busy week of uh, games and stuff. So, like, I think that as if they continue to add to it like that, if they continue to get cool shit to it, if it, they do move eventually to, guess what? It's free to play on PlayStation 5. It's whatever the hell else. You're getting all these people in there, and it is this PlayStation arcade of free games that you can pay them to create for, get whatever for. There's a chance there that that becomes something else. And be, it is remembered in a different way with a longer lineage than what we're looking at right now what six months after it's released something like that like Mm -hmm. i don't think it is but i do i do think it's worth having a conversation putting it in this argument right yeah no and i can see you for that i death stranding is one on this list that i think is interesting because i i don't necessarily see there being a death stranding too i think i mean i think there's a small chance of it if kojima really has a story to tell there but I don't see that necessarily becoming something bigger, even though that is one of the as like a singular re- release. It is one of the bigger releases on this list, um, and like it's one of the more exciting releases on this list. But I don't, as an IP, I don't necessarily see it. See, I don't necessarily see it um, holding that much weight for the future of PlayStation or anything like that. That said, I do want to give it, give Death Ring a shout out because I feel like we, I feel like last week we didn't necessarily give it the love it, it deserved. We, like we kind of, we kind of were both just like. Oh yeah, Death Stranding, and kind of like skirted over it, um, and that made me think like over the last week, like didn't I love Death Stranding? And I do want to give a shout out too. <laughs> like, I, I kind of sat and kind of thought about like what were the things I love about Death Stranding, and then it, I was kind of reminded of like how that game touched on its themes and like the themes of connection and the themes sure. of like internet and like the world being somewhat depressing and how like we kind of got to come together within all that i like that stuff that it did was was beautiful and i want to give it a shout out to that but speaking of shout out do you ever think about that because that was not my not my interpretation from last week about it but it was that Hmm. we're doing the bracket and wherever it popped up we were like all right yeah but it got voted out and we moved on we both love death Death stranding i i yeah you know jen drags me on a hike every weekend and every time i'm out there in these hills i'm like I should play. I should platinum Death Stranding. I should play more Death Stranding. Dude, I'm like, I should beat Death. I never beat Death Stranding. Like, I got probably like twenty to thirty hours into it, and like got to a point where they were like, "Oh yeah, your mission is to walk all the way back." And I was like, "All right, I'm gonna come back to this when I feel like it." And I just never felt you like never it. felt like it. You never felt like it. Yeah, that's that, that's a yeah. backbreaker for video games. No, it's it is a weird one where I feel like there's these games that we all play, we all enjoy, that in the moment you're all about, and then when they're gone, they're not on either end of the spectrum of either being something amazing or something disappointing, even not even bad, something disappointing. And so they just get lost in conversations where it's like, I'm not surprised that Death Stranding isn't talked about more. You know, here we are in 2020 when you're talking about all these, uh, you know, amazing games in general. But just the fact that like, it was very contained, it felt to that like month around release and then it was over. And it's not it's not a game I still pe- see people tweet about like oh I just finished Death Stranding or oh I came back to Death Stranding and did this kind of thing. It was a 
a weird think piece, a weird like I'm gonna do this yeah, game like an and experiment. Be like, yeah. It really felt like an experiment, which was really cool about it. But the experiment kind of ended, and we all were all just like, "All right, yeah, cool." Like, and so do you? Do you think that's a franchise? Do you think you get it at Stranding too? No, I think Kojima's too creative for that. And I'm saying this about somebody who made a lot of Metal Gear Solids. Um, but I don't see from what I played of it, maybe like that game goes somewhere that warrants it getting more of it. But from what I played, that very much seemed like its own isolated, like, hey, I'm Kojima and I'm gonna try this really unique thing. And you know, this is just me expressing myself. Um, but even like the gameplay mechanics there, even though I thought a lot of them were 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 cool and a lot of them were like unique and somewhat fun i don't think that the delivery mechanics and the balancing and all that stuff necessarily warrant a part two like i don't think people are, are playing that game being like oh man yeah if they improve this this and this this is gonna be a blockbuster hit no i think that game was just what it was and uh i don't necessarily think that you need to do more with it i also feel like that you know, post Metal Gear Kojima is in a very <laughs> stick with me pixel opus place where it's like, cool, you did, and you, and this isn't pixel opus place at all, but you did Metal Gear for how long? Like, stretch your legs. What do you want to make? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to make this weird uh, Connect uh, USA game, and then I'll double back and do this. And then, like, how many ideas does he have percolating that he wants to go make? And I know that I heard on Games Daily again today, you guys talking about yet another rumor of the horror coming game. back to a horror game. So it's like, yeah, whatever he's going to go do, he's going to go do and it's going to be great. But like Death Stranding, what, like I, I it, this is such an interesting question, because when we talk about your favorite new IP or what's the best franchise, the idea here is that there will be more of them, right? That you they've done something here. They've created something. I do love the idea of these being one and done. I do love the idea of not everything having to be a trilogy, not everything having to end on a cliffhanger. And it's like, you know. I know there was obviously plenty of unanswered questions for Death Stranding, but even the way it ends, which you don't know, Blessing, because it turns out you're a coward. You know what I mean? Like, and oh, yeah, I, there's yeah, multiple yes. endings to it, but it's like, great, cool. Like, I the the intrigue that's left, I'm fine with that being the intrigue. I don't think it's like I played however many hours of that game I played because it all blurs together too. But like, you know, that I played it and I was like, I didn't get what I wanted out of it. I got what I wanted out of it. So, are there any other games on this list that you you chat out like Drive I Club? Blood, I don't, I don't think no, has much. Nobody, there. nobody shouting out Blood <laughs> or Drive Club. Get out of here. Uh, I would shout out Blood and Truth, which I thought was a you know great Wait, VR hold game. Hold on, hold on. Drive Club VR was really good. Was it? Drive I don't know Club anybody VR? who played it. Drive. I told Club you Kevin plays. He has the sled. It was amazing. Oh yeah, we did talk about this. It was. Oh, no, last week. Greg, did you not play when, Drive Club VR? Uh, just the demos and stuff. I never played. I'm not. I'm not the. I'm not but a racing demos, game guy. Period. Let alone sled. Too. Right. I remember the yeah. 2015 PS. I love you here in San Francisco had the sled. Yeah. Phenomenal. Life changing. Do you, Do you think? Then I guess this is a question for for Kevin. Kevin, do you think they're ever going to make another Drive Club? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I feel like we would have. Maybe like shouldn't we have already gotten one by now? Probably. When did VR come out? That had to be like what? Like, because 2015, years ago? 2015 was the VR add-on, which already the Drive Club had been out for a while. And now I really yeah. like Drive Club. I think that like the the way it teaches you how to become a better driver is really cool. And uh, what hmm. Gran Turismo better just better doesn't... driver in real life? No, no, like in the game, 
Like, oh, it, okay. You know, the, the star, <laughs> I was thinking in real like life, too. Story I was mode. like, oh, is this like Rocksmith? <laughs> no, it's not like a story mode, but it is a like, oh, hey, like start at this low-end competition, and you can choose to like do certain things to like where it can teach you where to brake better, and, and like as you move up, the cars get better, and you get better as a driver in the game. And maybe in real life, I don't know. I'm pretty good as a driver. I don't want, you know, I don't want to brag. So I'm yeah, just I, saying, I think, uh, slow down. You know what I mean? Give Drive Club the, the reason respect that, it deserves. The reason I dismiss it so quickly is because that I remember the first initial launch just being a disaster. What is and that? people being like, when is this game coming out? Oh like, yeah, then putting out the PS Plus version. I remember, I remember then downloading that version and not having access to anything, and me being like, "All right, so do I have the game or not?" And being very confused about it. And like that game just went through a, a super tumultuous release and if i don't know how many people played vr but if that is if vr is dope i think like a psvr2 version of drive club that is just hey here's drive club vr2 could be an exciting thing uh if they find like if there's like a community there i don't know if there's i mean they should just get everybody in line and the next the next gran turismo should just have it you know what I mean? Like, and, and that probably have the Gran Turismo Sport did, in fact, have VR. I didn't, but get a it wasn't the full thing, it. though, right? Wasn't it? I remember I, there. I being don't know. Some... I, you gave me the disc, and then somehow between God, going home it. and you giving it to me, I lost it. What? Yeah, I, was <laughs> I, was, really I was about upset. to say, like, we need to have, we need to put Kevin on assignment to play Gran Turismo VR and report back. Oh, the sleds in I... the garage and not put together right now. It, like, we'll get there. The thing eventually. about how. Do you think about how fun it'd be, and it'd be it'd be great content. People people would really want to know what is Kevin thinking about I mean, Grand if, if, I, if, I, if I set them up both up, you would you come over and play it? Probably not. No, Ugh, Grand Turismo right. isn't really my jam. I, I know there's a PlayStation would... podcast. Grand Turismo Sport isn't exactly a fully fledged PSVR title. Uh, since you can't play the full game in VR, you're instead relegated to a much less extensive VR arcade mode that features all racetracks but only a single AI opponent with a non-adjustable and frankly laughable difficulty. That was road to VR. That's really funny. If they made like a Gran Turismo that was like, like the Forza Horizon version of Gran Turismo, I would play the mess out of that. But yeah, just regular transmerism, Gran Turismo. I'm I'm not, I'm not necessarily all about it. Where I think, you know, I think Firewall Zero Hour, a fantastic PlayStation VR game. I don't think it's a franchise, obviously, that's going to launch or do something. Yeah. I hope everybody's played it. Uh, Neo, I know, wasn't for me, but I know people did dig it. So oh, I, yeah. You know what? There, there are probably people out there that are that would say Neo. Yeah. Like, Neo I know Neo has a fan base. Had its moment in time there when that dropped, and it was another one of those quiet springs where everybody yeah. was all about it. Like, Neo 2 came out this year, like earlier this year. Shit. Imran Khan loved it. Imran Khan loves the weirdest shit. All right. We don't have to listen. It's taking advice about games from Imran Khan is as good as taking it from Jared Petty. You don't know what you're getting. It's going to be incredibly dirty. How dare you? How dare you? All right. Imran is way better than Jared Petty. Have you seen Jared's list? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. What Jared I got Petty, today was Jared Petty really wants to talk about Suikoden, by the way, on our, on our, on a kind of funny games daily. Here's the, and text. I might let him. Here's what I want you to know. Here's the text I got from Jared Petty. Not that I would ever leverage friendship to feed my endless narcissism, but uh, I'm sorry, and need for validation. But if anybody did want to talk randomly and call me during a time of day about Suikin and hype, I I can do it. I'm in. Because <laughs> there was a tweet about it that people because it's Suikin and spiritual successor, right? Yeah, I you didn't chronicle. Yeah, call him tomorrow. Just give him 15 minutes on the show. Yeah, I might call him. I might call him. Okay. But yeah, looking at the list. Uh, so Detroit what's your Human, pick? What's like, your that's final a, that's pick? A one and done. My final pick, honestly, 
I'm like in the air between um, Astrobot and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn for like two separate re- reasons. Like I do, I, I'm, I'm going to commit to Astrobot um, just because like I think there's so much opportunity there uh, with it. Like I think that I think you can make toys. I think you can make spinoffs. I think you, I think you can take that franchise so many different places like there's so much potential in, in astrobot i know it sounds like a joke but i'm dead serious in saying that like i think that could be the next little big planet you're you're you are living in you are i love where you're at i just wish i could be in that universe with you <laughs> where it's like playstation all-stars 4 is out we're having a great time playing that everybody's super excited like you know what i mean like there, there's no, none of the things you just said are going to happen for astrobot no right? you don't think it's going to go about toys and Astrobot um, probably already uh, is. Pop? PlayStation Gear Store. Uh, there's no, there's no Fungal Pop coming. Well, actually, you know what? They'll make oh, anything man. for they'll make anything for a fucking Fungal Pop. So except us, apparently. Which I say because I've never really tried, but they haven't made a kind of funny one. Well, Dude, I'm on the I would love Gear to be a Fungal Pop. Fungal Pop, are you listening? <laughs> Blessing yeah, with Fungal Pop. It. If you're listening to this, Great. I will happily. No, no Astrobot that I can find on the PlayStation. Oh, I was gonna say, Greg, what what would your Funko Pop outfit be? Would it be what you wore in the e, the EA? <laughs> that, that's that that collar shirt everybody liked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I think I'm either shirtless or I'm in the blue kind of funny hoodie zipped up. I would like for one of your guys's Funko Pops to come with a mini me or maybe four. With a mini, you oh, you mean a cabin? Four, yeah. Like, like like a mini you know, Kevin, yeah. Oh, sure. that'd be Tim's, right? Tim's would come with a mini Kevin, maybe. Yeah. But I just now I'm thinking maybe you gotta buy all four and you get four pieces put me together. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah, I, I always like those packings. But the problem is usually the the thing you're building is huge. Like so, why, but now we're building a mini Kevin instead. Yeah, yeah. We'll change it up. Right. You know what I mean? It's fair enough. A little head. Fungal pop. These are million dollar ideas for you. Shoes, maybe uh, all the things. What's you your, said what's your you, pick? Yeah, I was going to say, all the things you wish could happen for Astrobot and never have a fucking chance of happening are what's happening we'll for see, Horizon man. Zero Dawn, and that's why I'm picking Horizon mm-hmm. as PlayStation's best new franchise and IP and or IP, however you want to phrase it or whatever. Favorite Please. is an interesting one. I think there's a... Mm-hmm. Right now, my favorite out of, out of this list is Ghost, but I also am like so high on Ghost right now, still coming off of it, wishing I could play more of it, waiting for my Funko Pop of gin that I ordered. Uh, but I think horizons world right is so diverse i think people found it uh so thrilling and awesome i think uh, you know ashley's performance is so good the variety of enemies the story the just the world the fact there's already the sequel that looks dope as fuck even though we don't know anything about Mm -hmm. it really like that's what i'd I'd pick it i'd put horizon there in terms of a franchise of something that's established itself that we've seen people take on you know in three years are people going to be still thinking as fondly about Jin as they do about Aloy, like right, did they connect with him that way? I don't think they did, uh, oh, as yeah. evident by the fact that I know you weren't the biggest Jin person. I I love Jin, uh, I love Bourbon too, <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean. Like, people love Aloy. They love Aloy. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let us let us know what is your favorite new PlayStation IP this generation, and why. Of course, you can write in to kindoffunny.com slash Patreon. Go over to Kind of Funny Games. Uh, and yeah, the response form will be there for you uh, for best friends talk back. Let us know your answers so we can talk about them and judge you. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, I want to get into a, a new thing I'm introducing called PlayStation Picks. PlayStation Greg. Picks. PlayStation Picks. Uh, as we know, the drop has retired, um, at least Burned for now. It. Right? Like it, they, they, they abandoned the, the drop because on the PS blog, they went, they went ahead and combined all the regions. Thus making things very confusing somehow um 
I'm just saying that said before Justin had this baby, none of this was a problem. The drop came out, everybody was happy. Don't, don't Justin do has this, a kid. Greg, don't fight. Don't get in arguments with the kids. It, like people. Listen, with if this newborn wants to come argue God, me about no, where my drop Greg, is, I challenge him. Don't all do right. This. You're better than that. So there, there's now a, a hole left. Uh, the drop size hole left uh, in our hearts because that 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 uh, isn't there to keep us up to date with what's coming out um, during the week and like the descriptions of what's coming out. And so for this segment uh, within X's and O's, right, for our PlayStation picks, what I'm doing is I'm compiling a list of a few games that are coming out during the week. Uh, just some games that look cool, you know, just keep us up to date on what's coming out uh, and what you should essentially pay attention to. Um, and so I have a few games here. I have three games here that I want to I want to shout out and uh, Kevin. If you can pull up the trailers, I have them here in the dock highlighted if you want to play them as I'm going through. I lost my mouse. There it is. I love how you unmuted yourself <laughs> to let us know that you lost your mouse. Uh, the first one, the first thing I want to highlight here is Demon's Tilt. It's coming out this Tuesday, uh, today, if you're listening to this on the podcast feed. Uh, the PS blog has this to say about it. Heavy metal, retro pixel art, video pinball from hell. Demon's Tilt is a new generation's introduction to this intoxicating mixture of chunky retro 2D visuals and the tense, unpredictable frenzy of pinball. This Tuesday, today, prepare to unlock the secrets of the cathedral's dark ritual and do battle on the leaderboards in Demon's Tilt. Uh, Kevin has gameplay up here. I I saw the trailer and I immediately added it to the list. Like this is one of the really? ones where, as I was going through, yeah, I was going I was going through like the PlayStation does have like their list of games, but just without the um the yeah, there's no descriptions anymore. Yeah, and so like I was looking through and I saw Demon's Till and I was like, oh, I want to see what that is. Are you and a looked it up and I was like, that looks cool. I mean, no, I I I played a lot of pinball on Windows back in the day, like Windows 2000 or whatever, <laughs> when they had the pinball games in there. Um, but this looks like a really cool pinball game. Um, and like it came out, I think it came out on PC like a year or so ago. And I saw that people had some good things to say about it. And so I uh, wanted to give that a shout out. Does pinball, does this do anything for you, Greg? No, I've tried so many times to love pinball and I just can't do it. It just, I, whether it's in real, it's in the real world playing a pinball machine, whether it's in either uh, pinball FX or the Vita, the, I mean, I know there was, pinball FX came to Vita. There's another Vita that was like the Bally's tables and all that. I remember playing that at the DMV trying to get trophies. I just can't do it. Uh, also, seem arbitrary, right? Totally. The rules tilt. Yeah. There's a, there's objectives. Tilt. No, tilt is like when you know the ball gets stuck. I think. You it's like just hit the thing. It's, no, it's when so you, when annoying. You tilt it to try to yeah, control yeah, yeah. where it goes. Bless. I'm hitting. It's like I'm starting to light things up, and then I, it goes oh. up a thing, and then the thing, the screen comes up, and it's like. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And, and like, then and suddenly now, a million points, eight balls. What? It's like I don't know what's happening. He's got. I'm scared. What is the thing when you lose two? When you lose two, it starts. It like puts something up that isn't even like game over. It's like. And then suddenly, hey, here's another ball. Like, yeah, so extra did I not ball. Lose? Like, did I not lose? What the you fuck, dude? You don't like getting an extra ball? Pinball I to me is a balls. lot like just gambling in Vegas. It's like, here's a waste of my fucking money. You know what I mean? And like, it, I, that's Damn. one of the things. I mean, that's what I think. It's interesting, too. Because like, imagine if you had grown up in the Stone Age like Nick and like pinball was all you had. I wouldn't have gone into video games either. Like, I wouldn't play pinball and be like, you know what? I'm going to make a living writing about pinball reviews. I'd be like, no, nah, I'm going to go work in the coal mine like everybody else, like my dad before me. But I mean, you're making like, good points. I just it's like I get it. That's the kind of thing where I, I think a lot of people have uh, their 
the way people think of video games, I think they think of that because they played Frogger or Pong or whatever uh, with asteroids, and they were like, "Oh, this is a, it ate my quarter. I didn't have that much fun, and I'm out of here forever." Like that's how I feel about pinball. We also got Skater XL uh, that's also out on Tuesday, July 28th uh, from PlayStation.com. Of course, most of us already know what Skater XL is, but uh, here's a if description from PlayStation.com. Uh, if you don't, Skater XL is a headfirst dive into the skateboarding world where style, creativity, and the perfect trick is yours to define. Create, combine, and style tricks with unparalleled board control as you hit iconic California locations where street legends have left their mark. Play as skating icons Tiago Lemos, uh, Evan Smith, Tom Asta or Brandon Westgate on your way to becoming a skateboarding pro. Uh, and this is one that I actually previewed, I want to say last hacks um, at the, uh, the Xbox indie event. Um, and so of course PlayStation podcast. And so I know this is, the, I know I'm, I'm breaking the rules here, but um, yeah. I, I played a little bit of it, of it there. Pretty cool. Like essentially it's an indie skate, right? It's a skate game, but with a, a lower budget. Um, but I found it to be pretty cool. And so there you go. If you're interested in Skater XL. I was very last... and thought this was Skate City, that it came to uh, the Apple Arcade, but it, I, it is Skate not, City. which means that I'm looking at my email for literally since December 2018. I've just been like, ah, oh, it's that other game. <laughs> or I guess that's not true. Oh, December man. 2018, I learned about Skater XL. And then when Apple Arcade came out and they started doing Skate City, I just said that's Skater XL. And now I'm here and I'm like, oh, these are very different games. To be fair, Skater XL feel like is caught in the confusion with like, there's also another skating game called Session that was announced at like an Xbox E3 uh, okay. like a year or so ago. And they're at this point, like everybody is chasing after that skate, that, that skate fame. Um, I've not gotten to play Session. I've not even seen gameplay of Session. So I don't know how it's going to, how these two games are going to compare. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot going on in the in the in the skate verse right now. And so including skate four, which is exciting. Lastly, uh for PlayStation picks, we got Pistol Whip, which is coming Yay! out on Tuesday, July 28th. Again, this is the PSVR game. Uh this is what PlayStation.com has to say about it. Inspired by God mode action movies like John Wick and Equilibrium, Pistol Whip throws you gun first into an explosive batch of handcrafted action scenes, each set to their own breakneck soundtrack. But Unlike traditional music games, Pistol Whip has no line in the sand. You have to complete. You have to complete. You have complete freedom to shoot, melee, and dodge targets to the rhythm you see fit. Uh, this is a game I absolutely adore. I play a lot on Oculus Quest. Um, and let me tell you, man, this game slaps. This game is great. I was playing it last night. About it. Talk to me about it because Pistol Whip, as somebody who likes PlayStation VR and myself, uh, and has a Quest, I when. Uh, I pay, let me let me start all over again. I'm Greg Miller, and I pay a lot of attention to uh, VR of all kinds. And when Pistol Whip hit, and I saw the reviews it was getting, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I got to check that out." I've been lazy and also inundated with other video games, and I haven't. So now that it's coming to PlayStation VR and has trophies, what separates this from, say, a Super? Hold on, you cut out for me. Uh, can you say that again? What separates, what separates this, from what? this from a Super Hot? Why? Well, how is Pistol Whip different? Oh, than Super Hot? Pistol Whip is more so a rhythm game. Um, you are on so. Super hot, of course, in VR, as you know, is when you move, that's when the enemies move, right? And, yeah. and um, super hot is basically more of a puzzle game where it is, all right, I have uh, uh, I have two guns in my hand, or I have like a bat and like a gun, or I have some sort of two like dual wield situation going on, and I am trying to figure out how to take out, let's say, four or five enemies that are in the same space as me, and as I'm moving, they then move, and so it's more of a, it's more you solving the puzzle of how do I beat this 
limited amount of enemies. Okay. Where pist Pistol Whip is, you are on rails. It is more akin to Beat Saber than something like Super. In fact, it is okay. it is almost like a combination between Beat Saber and Super Hot. Um, but it's more on the side of Beat Saber of you're on rails, and as you go, there are enemies that are popping out of like corners. Uh, and it is a on rail shooter. Something it's, and I keep saying the word akin, but akin to something uh, like Time Crisis, where you are going through uh, shooting enemies. There's a lot of like dodging. Um, because like if an enemy is out for too long, they'll then shoot you. Um, and so you are like dodging bullets a whole bunch, which makes me curious on how, how well this is going to work on PSVR with that big old headset. Because let me tell you, man, there's a lot of upper body motion. There's a lot yeah. of like swaying. There's a lot of dodging. There's a lot of like you like going under things. Um, and so the PSVR helmet being kind of bigger than the Oculus Quest plus the cable, I feel like is going to make that interesting to say the least um but yeah like it's pistol whip is is awesome like fast-paced shooting i highly recommend uh kevin I'm, you played the trailer for it right as i was talking as we we're talking earlier so people can see it yeah perfect so yeah like you know people know how it look like looks like if you're watching the video uh highly recommend the game if you haven't played it really really cool huh all right last segment for the day let's get into some playstation updates uh greg PS Plus games for August have Can been you announced. Fucking believe this. This is awesome. So uh, this is, I'm pulling from Adam Michelle at PlayStation Blog. He writes an all new multiplayer ba party battler and remastered blockbuster headline PS Plus for August. Hilarious multiplayer party. Hilarious multiplayer party title Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout makes its PS4 debut on August 4th, giving PS Plus members launch day access to its online competitive free-for-alls and co-op challenges. Also, this month, Infinity Ward's thrilling sequel to the critically acclaimed classic Modern Warfare 2 campaign remastered blasts on to PS4 with upgraded visuals. So yeah, we're getting Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 and... Nobody uh, cares. And uh, Fall Guys, which is the bigger thing, right? Like That's a, that's huge, huge. That's a huge deal. Dude, if you if you haven't seen Fall Guys, I know I, you played it this weekend, right, Bless? Yeah, I played during the weekend. So I've you the E three twenty nineteen. I gave it one of my uh, kind of funny face approved things because it is yeah this battle royale goofy gang beast kind of looking game where you go through a bunch of weird little mini games to get down to one winner of who is the fall guy or whatever and i remember playing it at e3 at the devolver a lot and being like holy shit this is awesome giving it out and then not forgetting about it but like oh i don't know how close it is then the ramp up here to launch has been so crazy they had yeah a beta weekend this weekend that people were playing and streaming and having a great time with and then for that to end yesterday we record on Mondays for that to end yesterday. And then today them come out and be like, by the way, it's coming to PlayStation plus what I mean, kudos in terms of marketing this game perfectly, where I think like this thing is going to fucking crush next week yeah. when it's on PlayStation plus everyone will get this. Everyone will play it. And I think a lot of people are going to stick around longer i mean i mean like for a multiplayer game like this where you need so many people playing it's so brilliant and it has so so many shades of rocket league to it in terms of the launch i know you talked about it earlier uh today and the fact that you think people won't stick around as long as rocket league but i think this is just so brilliant yeah no i agree that i i think this is brilliant this is one of those ones where like i don't think there's been a rocket league rocket league type ps plus launch since rocket league like i've not really seen a game come out yeah. um and make the same waves like i know there have been like a few indie games here and there that have launched on ps plus but none of them have had that similar sort of reception and i think if any game is going to do it it'll, it'll probably be fall guys because um, if you don't i mean i'm sure you remember but just bring it back up for everybody like remember 
Rocket League was a fucking moment in time when it launched on PlayStation Plus. Everyone was playing that game. And granted, people were playing on PC as well. But like it was you couldn't escape it. And people were putting up their here's, you know, the shares of my goal or whatever the hell it is and all these different things like for a game that is this quick that you're in and you're out, you're running through and playing and think of how trivia Royale, which I don't, are you still playing trivia Royale, by the way? No, not <laughs> really. I, I got that, tired of the crashes. <laughs> people burned out on that really quick, but it's the same idea of being able to jump in, get a game, like play, play persona for an hour before bed, but then do one match of fall guys or whatever, before you actually turn in or whatever. Like I have a feeling there's going to be so you're, that it's going to be inescapable. And how long that lasts is another conversation. How long people are actually sticking out yeah. and playing and getting competitive about it. I don't know, but I do think it's going to have a hell of a fucking launch. I think that's going to be the biggest question is how long are people going to stick with it? Because from my playing of it, I thought it was great. I had an absolute blast and like, you know, I'll talk about it again during like what games I've been playing this week, but like it within my first 10 minutes of playing that game, legit, like I started tearing up. Like, why is this so fun? Like, I, yeah. like, I was having so much fun. And I was like, what, how, like, why am I having such a good time with this game? Um, and yeah, like this is the type of game that people are going to be streaming. I think this is going to be a very yep. big game on Twitch and stuff. And you're going to so, have the funny, for- the funny, like, uh, what do they call it when you win? I forget what they call it. Uh, but like, you know, your chicken dinner or whatever, like you're going to have those oh, yeah. clips. You're going to have the funny, it's got, if you yeah. don't know what this game looks like, it looks a lot like, um, the wall or, or like yeah. human fall flat. Oh yeah. 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 That's what it looks like. I'm sorry. In terms of actual gameplay and what oh, the in game terms of looks style. like, in terms yeah. of what you're doing in this game, think of the wall think of uh ninja, the, ninja warrior, warrior. Yeah, yeah, yeah like that stuff where it's it, you know you're getting fucked up you're getting thrown around by physics you're having these insane challenges like that lends it so well to sharing clips i saw it all weekend long with sancho west putting stuff up you know andy and snow like mike's streaming stuff and putting up clips like there's so much stuff out there that'll happen where this game's gonna be out and just be yeah. a good time to play and o- over the weekend this game was trending very highly on twitch and so like if you combine that with the fact that so many people are going to come in and watch their favorite streamers or watch whoever playing the game and then be like oh man this game looks fun and then see that it's free on ps plus yeah that is gonna that is gonna bring such a large base uh to the game and i mean that's gonna bring a, it's gonna bring a lot of people to ps plus too and we'll see how long those people uh, uh stick around but there's such great synergy there uh yeah. that you love to see and so You'll very exciting stuff you love of course, to see it don't forget ladies and gentlemen on kindoffunny.com slash PS League. The one and only rap star games has Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout on his list. Oh, bless. do I? I didn't realize that. That's very exciting. how many points that can net you when the time comes. Uh, also, also speaking of PlayStation updates, uh, a new Ghost of Tsushima patch is coming. I'm pulling this all from Sucker Punch's website, uh, where they write, later today, and today meaning yesterday, Monday, uh, later today, patch 1.05 for Ghost of Tsushima will be released bringing new combat and text options. This patch includes the following new updates. There's a new difficulty level called Lethal. Uh, They say enemy weapons are more deadly, but Jin's katana is also more deadly. Uh, Enemies are more aggressive in combat. Enemies detect you faster. Uh, There are tighter parry and dodge windows. Uh, Patch 1.05 will also include the following new options in the accessibility menu. Uh, We got lower intensity combat, uh, which is meant to maintain the heart and feel of Ghost of Tsushima combat while relaxing several timing specific elements combat is less intensive uh giving you more time to react stealth stealth settings are more forgiving and enemies take longer to detect you and then uh, there's some text changes uh coming also with that patch uh, you have a large text option which increases text size of subtitles mission objectives and interact prompts by 150 percent when enabled uh an added added option to turn speaker name off when subtitles are enabled and then new subtitle color uh, text color options in addition to white yellow blue red green 
Um, and then patch 1.05 also includes additional bug fixes. And so that's all very exciting. I, I the, the tech stuff I think is very uh, interesting given that I think that is, I, I would bet money that that is in direct response to seeing how Naughty Dog handled uh, their options in Last of Us Part 2. And like text being one of those things of like, oh yeah, you can add, add names to the subtitles. You can remove yeah. names from the subtitles. You can change colors. You can do all these different things that are helpful for, for people um, uh, needing it. And so that to me strikes me as something that's a direct reaction. I think that's going to speak more to how a lot more, not only first party PlayStation games handle accessibility and the different options there, but um, how third party games in general or bigger games in general are going to be able to, to handle this stuff. Uh, so kudos to that. You figure Naughty Dog's really changed the narrative on that going forward and how you do it. And I think, you know, uh, I haven't, I know there are reviews of Sucker, or I know there are reviews of Ghost of Tsushima's accessibility options. I haven't uh, di- dove into them, but obviously there's so much more limited than what uh, 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 Naughty Dog had for Last of Us that you imagine, yes, this is a, hey, we should have baked a lot of that stuff in like the, you know, the colorblind mode and highlighting all that stuff. That's a little too difficult probably, but like getting in there and getting uh, text options and increase sizes and stuff. That's, those are stuff that you like, Oh shit, we understand this better. We can do this. And you hope that going forward, everybody gets that. And then for our last PlayStation update, uh, Sony is giving away $10 credit for PS Plus. Uh, This is Jeremy Winslow at GameSpot. Uh, Having launched a decade ago in June 2010 during the PlayStation 3 era, Sony is now celebrating PlayStation Plus's 10-year anniversary by giving loyal subscribers PlayStation Store credit for free. Sony is handing out a free $10 credit to at least some PlayStation Plus subscribers. There's no need to redeem a code or, or do anything on your part. The credit, should you receive it, will be automatically awarded to you and will sit in your PlayStation wallet. Quote, thank you for choosing PlayStation Plus, the notification message from the company reads. It's unclear exactly what the requirements are to receive the free $10 credit. Some at GameSpot have received the credit while others have not. We've contacted Sony to get clarification on the matter, but those who have received it thus far seem to be be people who have, have subscribed for years. And so uh, pay attention to your notifications. And if you can, (laughs) Get that money. <laughs> get that money. Get paid. Have you have you gotten paid, Brad? Have, have they? Uh, I haven't. No, I haven't seen that notification oh, roll through for PlayStation. I've been there. I've I've been there from the beginning, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's lapsed at some point. So you know what I mean. Like you know, you took oh, your yeah. eye out. And actually, no, I would be surprised. I'm kind of anal about that. So I don't know. Maybe they just hate me. I haven't, but I haven't gotten either. But maybe I'm just on that list of like he's verified. Don't even bother. Kids, fine. Oh, we, yeah. give enough, we give him enough stuff. Hashtag. Game I'm checking every morning. I'm checking every morning. Like, all right, where is that ten bucks? I need to buy. What are you gonna spend it on? Some DLC, probably. Okay. You know, I don't know which DLC, but we'll see. Some DLC. <laughs> some DLC. <laughs> or uh, some game that's under $10. Who knows? Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of X's and O's, but not the end of the show. Instead, before we get to the rest of it, such as Reader Mail, what we've been playing, and so on, let's talk about our sponsor. This episode of PSI Love You XOXO is brought to you by youtube.com slash kind of funny games. That's right. Maybe you're one of these podcast listeners. You're tootling around right now, going to Target, wearing your face mask, having a good time. What's that? A McDonald's? I could go for a McCafe. Uh, I understand you listen to us as a podcast. Lots of people do. What I'm asking you, though, to do when you get home or maybe in your car in the McDonald's parking lot, uh, go on your little YouTube app there and go to youtube.com slash games. Toss us a subscription over there. Like some of the videos. Tell your friends about it. Remember, if you have some kind of Google account, which I know you do, trust me, the government does too, you got 
a YouTube account, go over there and give us a subscription. I don't know if you know this, uh, a long time ago, kind of funny prime youtube.com slash kind of funny. We have a whole different suite of shows over there. They made a deal with the devil and did this fun house week. And for some reason, youtube.com slash kind of funny grew a bunch. And Nick's always like, I'm, uh, we're so big. Nah, nah, nah. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games. We gained on them. We are less than 10 K away from them now, which is the closest we've been in a while. So I need you all to go over there and shove it in Nick Scarpino's bearded face. All right, go subscribe to youtube.com slash kind of funny games for your old pal, Greg and the King Portillo. I hit his head or his back on the fucking mic. That can't be good. There's blessing full screen. Yeah, why do you full screen me, Kevin? No one can see that. We're in. I never know mode. if I'm in the middle oh, of a transition. I'm doing my job great. God, we're in the middle of a transition, and you do it. What do you think I'm going to do? I'm pre- I, oh, I do it every time. Jesus Christ! Go, go, Kevin, do you know what? Read your Kevin, ad. You, do you I do the, the ad, ad after the show? Yeah. No, he does it after the oh, show. Oh, you do? Wait. Oh, it's YouTube.com. So it's kind of what. Yeah, you're right. You're I'll, right. I'll my bad. My bad. I've, whatever see, they're still not seeing it i wouldn't have i wouldn't have done blessing, it I what have you been kevin playing? kevin do you know why they call it a confidence monitor <laughs> because it gives us confidence what we're doing when the confidence monitor starts to freak out i start to freak out kevin i don't know what to do i'm freaking out <laughs> blessing that's the smartest thing you've ever said i want you to know that thank you i appreciate it i appreciate it it's, it's a good day today i'm i'm, I'm awake <laughs> i'm aware i'm hype blessing uh, what Greg, you playing I, I've been playing uh, Persona 5 Royal, as I've been oh, playing yeah. for the last few months. Uh, I'm making a lot of progress. I am now like 77 hours in, I want to say. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm in the, the palace that's after the Akumura Palace, which I complained about last week. Okay, um, so and man, too. Okay. I'm, making, I'm making progress, and it's a great time. I'm toward the end of that palace, too, uh, which is really exciting. And yeah, like I'm I'm back to having a great time. There was, there was, a, there was a small moment in time there where I was like, all right, this is some bullshit, but... I'm back to having a fantastic time. And so I'm playing a lot of that. And then also, like I mentioned earlier, I've been playing the the Fall Guys beta that was available for PC, but I'm still going to talk about it on this show because it is a PlayStation game. Um, you have to. Very, very fun game. Uh, like, I understand why you'd give it an E3 award. Like, it is, a, it, it is a blast uh, to play. It is, like I said before, like, it took me 10 minutes before I started tearing up because the game was so fun. Wait, um, do you cry at fun games? Or you, what, you were laughing no, I, hard? No, I, I don't know. Like... I don't know what it was. It was just like this overwhelming emotion of like, I'm having such a good time right now. I can't remember the last time I felt this good about something. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, Hey, we live in unprecedented pandemic. Time, I hear you. I hear yeah. you. Don't worry about it. Um, and so, yeah, I was having a blast with it that I legit have one complaint and it is okay. and to give context, right. For, for more context for fall guys. Right. Cause it is 60 players battle royale kind of situation. It is framed like a, like a TV show or like a, um, like a game show where you're going through different rounds and each round is eliminating a number of players. And so the first round will eliminate like 15 players. The second round will eliminate like half the players, third round, so on and so forth. And a lot of the games are goofy stuff, like Ninja Warrior type stuff, like you said. And so, uh, you know, I, the uh, one I really like is where you, uh, you're going through these different doors one at a time, like, uh, and some of the doors will be, will um, like open if you like hop through them and others are just shut. And so basically the way it goes is it's you and 60 other people and you're like running down this runway <laughs> and there are like seven doors to choose from and like two of them will open. And so like a bunch of you are jumping the doors and they're not opening. And then you see the two doors on the right that will open. And then like everybody funnels through those doors. And then like the next one is like six doors. And the next one after that is like five doors. And you're basically trying to not be like one of the bottom people that gets knocked out. Um, 
stuff like that. Really enjoyed that game. My one complaint is that there is one game that I really don't like uh, in Fall Guys. And okay. it is, I don't know what it's called, but it's like the Jinx game where uh, it's two teams. And basically, it is, you're in like this arena type setting. And there are, one player on each team is jinxed, essentially. Like it starts off what as does one that mean, player yeah. on each team. Is it means that like they're, they essentially like, there's like this weird animation on them that is like, oh, they're cursed or whatever. And the whole goal of the game is to get the whole other team cursed or jinxed. And so that the way you do that is it's basically a game of tag where the person who has the jinx on your team uh, will touch people on the other team or grab people on the other team by pressing R2. And that'll then transfer the jinx to them. Um, but that then means once they're jinxed, that means that they can then transfer the jinx to other people that are on your team, um, if that makes sense. It's a lot easier to to see in action than to explain. Yeah. Um, but basically, like it's it's a big old game of tag, and you're trying to stay away. You're trying to you're trying to make it to the end without getting jinxed. Um, is 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 the whole thing of it, and it it's frustrating. One because I feel like that is I feel like that usually that's gonna be like a second round game. Like usually it's the game that's in the second round. And I feel like there's so much control that's taken away from you as a player in terms of how well you're going to do or how far you're going to get like the first round the first round very much feels like this game of skill right it's, it is like hey am i good at 3d platformers okay i'm going to make it through round one and then sure. round two it almost feels like all right flip the coin if you're going to get through this one um which i think is kind of frustrating like er- early on well i guess no matter where it would be i guess for me it'd be kind of frustrating to have that control kind of kind of lifted away from me that plus there is a glitch in there right now and i don't mm. know if like maybe not like, i feel like glitch is almost the wrong way to put it but there's there's okay. pretty much a bug there where if somebody is hanging from a ledge you then can't jinx them for whatever reason and that has become like a meta in the game i was going to say this for sounds the, like the anarchy that people are like, the serious players are out there exploiting the hell <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it is the utmost anarchy, and I'm sure by the by the time the game actually comes out, they'll fix it. Like I'm sure that's probably something they saw a lot of feedback on, um, and so I have hope that that that's not going to be a thing in the final game. Um, but even still, like even removed from that, I didn't necessarily love the Jinx game. That said, all the other mini games I played in it were fantastic. Had a great time with it, and I'm curious to see what the legs are going to be down the line. But I have no doubts that upon launch, this game is going to blow up. No, I think it's going to be so ridiculous. I can't wait to see what yeah. happens. Because I think that game is so much fun. It's so approachable. It's so easy to jump into. And, you know, even like you're saying, there's a meta to it. But get in there and have fun and see what's up. I think it's going to be that palate cleanser a lot of people want right now, let alone you can't get out. So you want to be crying tears of happiness as you play through <laughs> exactly. your joyful ass experience. Yeah, I can't wait for Fall Guys. Uh, coming up quick next week, right? PlayStation Plus. Going to be fun. Uh, for me, Blessing, I've been playing Persona 5 Royal. I am, oh, I'm a man of my word. I'm 20 hours in. 20 hours in right now. 20 hours. Still taking Dude, my notes. You're making here. progress. If you, if you guys haven't heard, yeah, I, I started taking uh, notes on Persona 5 Royal so I could actually have a little journal here to keep myself uh, motivated. I started using the tags so I could get back to where I need to be in case. What I'm doing in what the main reason for the journal, right, is. First off, I'm I'm bad with names, and it's easier for me to remember something if I write it down. Like if I, you can read it a million times, especially with, uh, you know, Japanese and uh, Japanese words being a, as you've seen many a time on kind of funny games daily, harder for me to pronounce and wrap my head around. If I can write it down, I'm usually easier uh, at saying it, remembering it, doing it. But also for the inevitable, I get sidetracked by something else. Right now, we're in this really fun, great spot 
uh, you know what I mean, where there's a quiet period here and we have a question coming up that might actually end up being post-show, but or maybe not even get on the show, period, about what we're excited about next time or, or, or the next big game. And so right now, for me, it's this weird quiet time before what I consider like uh, the next ones for me, which are Kingdoms of Amalur and Avengers. And so even though those are the next big things, I'm sure something like uh, Grounded comes out tomorrow on Xbox Game Pass. I'm going to play that. And if that clicked with me, then I'm going to obviously feel it out, see it out and go with it. And so like if I got distracted, I want to make sure that I can actually get back to it because what I, I, you know, I was fun. It was interesting. I was like, I'm playing this game, obviously, Persona 5 Royal. Uh, I'm having a great time. It is, you know, as I, I, for the record, if you're new to the show or whatever, I never beat Persona 5, but I did love Persona 5. I put 30 hours in, 35, 30 hours in, uh, and then just put it down and never got back to it. And it was sounds this like thing a, of... Sounds like me and uh, Death Stranding. It sounds like uh, no, you're a coward over here. No, 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 it sounds like cowardice. No, no. But what it, I looked at my trophies, right, for Persona 5, uh, the original, because it is playing through it right now. I was like, man, I'm having such a good time. Like, what exactly happened here again? Like, what went on? And so... But I, it turns out looking at my trophies per Persona 5 uh, original, not Royal, uh, Persona 5, like I never uh, beat uh, Madarame's castle. Like, I, but I got to that boss fight. And I remember okay. getting to that boss fight, either trying it and failing and then bouncing. And then I got distracted and I went on travel. And like, I'm even like, I'm down in the rabbit hole enough to compare trophies and like, what was going on? It's like, you know, last trophy I popped in this game was on April 5th, uh, 2017. And you go to Google calendar and look at, uh, April, 2017, April. That was right before I went to, uh, me and Nick went to Vancouver for uh, this heel kick thing. Then the next week I was here all week. Then the, but then it was that the next week, uh, I went to Montreal to pick up Jen, to move Jen here. The next week I got married and had my entire, it's like, you see where my life gets off track, let alone ramps up to then the next month is May, which is guess what? E3 and judges week. Then the next month is E3. Then the next month is Comic-Con. You see where I lose the plot on persona five. And, and I remember, coming back to persona five and i remember starting at that damn boss fight because and because now that i'm because right now for uh, uh bring you up to speed i'm in uh Madarame's palace again uh, i am making the run right now to see the treasure to then you know be ready to send the card when i want to uh and it's that thing of like oh man it's funny that i'm i'm 20 hours in right now uh you figure once i clear this and beat this boss i'll be on to new content that i haven't seen in any way and granted persona five royal has a whole bunch of new stuff in uh, i want to do like you paint yourself into a corner with this one because I'm going to see it through and I'm going to be persona five. It's why I'm literally taking notes. Like I'm in high school or in college, right? Like, so the idea is that when I do get distracted by fall guys or when I get distracted by uh, uh, grounded or when I get distracted by kingdoms of Amalur, I'm able to put this down, but able to come back and go to my actual tags that I'm using. Right. And be like, okay, cool. Where was I? What was the thing? What do I need to remember and go and finish it? Uh, what I'm driving at is like, I would love to do an episode of this show where we review it. But of course, oh. we're, talking, we're talking about something that, you know, is what, a 120 hour game that I'm now 20 hours into. Like, granted, that's a good clip and I'm going to beat this and get on with my life or whatever the boss. And like, but I'm talking something that's way far out in terms of when we could get to it. But I digress. I'm playing Persona 5 Royal. It's fucking great. Uh, the new shit they've added to it is really good. Like, you know, I think that and again, we'll do a review. I, I don't want to spend my wheels forever on this, but uh you know, I think when it was launching and people were like, oh, there's new content and oh, it's easier and oh, it's this. I didn't give it too much time a day because I was in the middle of other things. I'm like, okay, cool. It's better. It's it's more. That's fine. Playing it right now and like, oh, okay, wait a second. This, you know, uh, talking to the doctor, get, you know, is increasing my SP, which for me was the biggest problem. Persona 5, right? And SP, of course, like 
what does it even stand for? Special points, I guess. It's like your magic. It's your yeah. ability to cast personas. Uh, it's the idea that when that's tapped out, if you don't have an item, you're pretty much dead in the water. So you just go home. Like you go in, you grind in the dungeon, then you go home. And so like that's what kept the game going but also kept me st- stalled out i felt at certain points the fact that it's easier to get that i was talking to lucy today she was talking about well later on this is going to happen and that's going to happen do this confidant yeah. it'll actually make it even better i'm like oh fuck like yeah they've made the game more enjoyable to play i think the will seeds that you can find that actually refill your sp in there i think mementos is more digestible this time around it makes more sense and having a uh, jose there right with his yeah. uh, ability to earn more xp or more money or whatever like it, and people have talked about with the extra semester, there's less of a time crunch on you to do everything. Like I'm feeling all of that where I feel even persona Four golden. When I was reviewing back in the day, I remember feeling like I had, and this is also embargoes and everything else, but feeling like I had that gun to my head. Like I need to do the most optimized thing at every point. Like I need to blah, blah, blah. Like I need to go, go, go. Even per- playing persona five. It was, I remember uh, they gave it to us on f- February 14th, Valentine's Day, which was its original release date, is when I got my code in 2017. And of course, that game didn't come out then. It was delayed by a couple months. But I remember even then being like, oh my God, especially with you know getting married and moving Jen here. It was like, this is going to be tight. And so I think at some point when I gave up on that, I gave up on playing it at any timely fashion. Whereas this one right now, for me, and it's funny because I know this is something you echoed in the early days of uh, this uh, volume two of PS I Love You XOXO Plus is like for quarantine right now, like it's hitting right where it's like, cool, I get in here and it's just like I finish the school day and it's like, all right, what do I want to do? Like, you know what I mean? Is there a pressing yeah. thing? Do I just want to go try to eat this fucking burger and get my guts up? Do I want to go read this book? Do I want to go to a laundromat? Like the other games, I didn't play that way. And obviously that was for a number of reasons, but this time around, like that's the thing of talking to Goldfarb about it and talking to Luce about it. It is very much for me. Like they were like, "Oh, you get a platinum," and I'm like, I looked at the uh, PlayStationTrophies.org uh, walkthrough for it to read just the top level stuff, and they were like, "It's you can do it one playthrough, but you need to make sure you do." And I'm like, "Ah, that's even that's too much. I don't want to even know that. I just want to enjoy the game, and hopefully, yeah. I have I platinum it and I do what I need to do because the trophy list isn't bad. I think if I just if I'm serious about my confidant ranks, it seems like it'll be fine, but." Yeah, right I, now, I, sorry, go ahead. I, I think the way you're playing it is an awesome way to play it. And I think the game kind of encourages you to play it like that. Like you are like role playing in the truest sense of, I hey, I am this student and I'm doing my thing. And uh, this is the thing I tweeted out last week, but I'm going to echo here. I think a very fascinating and really cool thing that Persona 5 uh, does uh, is it gamifies certain elements and then de-gamifies the gamified elements, if that makes sense. And so you look at things like, the main objective uh, for most of the game is uh, live an honest student life or whatever. Yeah. And that's like something that's not like in, that's not practical, right? Like as a video gamer, like we're not, we don't look at that and we're like, all right, press, yeah, press circle to live an honest student life. Like that's not a real objective, but thematically like that feeds into the story of Persona 5 and what you're doing there. You look at, um, you know, between days uh, when you're like transitioning from um, one day to another, you'll see a screen that is, uh, on the meter, it'll show, or on the on the bottom of a low screen, it'll show a meter that is, hey, this is where your level is at for uh, how society views the Phantom Thieves, and that's not really a thing you can interact with. Like that doesn't really, it doesn't really measure anything that is practical in a gameplay sense, but it serves the purpose of showing where you're at uh, in the story as far as like what the perception of the Phantom Thieves Phantom Thieves are, and like it is a non it is a non game element that is then taken and gamified in a way that um, is digestible for us as a player. On the flip side, there are things like 
all right, getting up the guts level or getting up the the um um proficiency knowledge. or yeah, getting up your knowledge, right? And they they don't really tell you how far you are in those. Like there there's like the basic chart I that is that. like it is like you know you get you can go up to level five on each of them, but like aside from that, as you're level leveling them up. There's there's not a meter. There's not like anything that'll tell you exactly where you're at. And so you just got to guess and be like, all right, this could be the time. No, nope, man, I'm still at level three guts. And, you know, there is you can't actually. And this is the thing that I learned. Um, I, I don't know if this is new to Persona 5 Royal or if this is in the original Persona 5, but I learned this probably hour 60 of playing Persona 5 Royal of I can go into the bathroom. And if I say, hey, I'm going into the bath and this is that um, LeBlanc uh, coffee uh, cafe. If I go into the bathroom, if I say I'm going in there to think. That'll then tell you like, all right, cool. I think I am this close to guts. I think I am this close to proficiency. Oh, I, think I didn't I know that. Yeah, and like it, that, so many of the mechanics and so many of the systems in the game are linked to like things that you wouldn't even think, like things you do out in the world and like ways you interact with the world that don't that you don't really think on like a gameplay level, which I think is so interesting and fascinating, but also really cool and really I think works for me in terms of this being a game that is half about going into dungeons and killing monsters and doing the dungeon crawling thing. But then the other half being, all right, how do I live this visual novel and how do I like live a student life and uh, you know, hang out with my friends and like my, the way I level up my friend relationships then feeds into the dungeons. Like they, yeah, they built such a, such a synergy with these different elements within the game that I think work um, on such a unique, but cool level. Yeah, and so I'm really digging it. Uh, you know, I think it does what I love about Persona, which is give you interesting relationships and let you explore them. And I think right now, again, not having the gun to my head and wanting to write down, because this is like obviously a new experience for me because I'm not writing notes down to review it. I'm writing notes down to remember it and kind of journaling where I'm like leaving notes to myself. To, that'll be funny to look back on. Maybe I put them up later. But like of like, who's calling this person? What does he say? He knows more than he's saying. I'm, I'm doing that kind of stuff in here and describing systems. Uh it's it's just calm and easy right now right and it's like it's this fun thing and like they're doing such a good job of peppering in those questions that i know i could look up online or whatever to go look into but like uh, you know there's the conversation with like the airsoft guy of like the bag and you can't really question him on the bag until you get your guts up and it's like that's a cool way of motivating me to go get my guts up and like worry about this thing um yeah it's great i'm excited to talk more about it for the next 14 years i'm sure as I i'm so excited chip for you away to, at it. To, to go through this game this is hype let's hope it uh, sticks you know what i mean i hope it, i can make it through this time uh outside of that uh you know taylor swift dropped a new album uh called oh Folklore. you might have heard of it uh, me did and she, garcia have been talking a lot about it. did she drop it on playstation no, but she dropped it on a night that I had a few to drink. And what I did is uh, I put on folklore and then went after a bunch of cheap platinums. Just oh. to, I did. I did. I, of course, Radalika games being very good to me. Of course, they hit me up. If you don't know Radalika, they're the developer or the publisher who's like, guess what? People like trophies. And so we'll just put out games with the easy trophy list that you can get them all in. And then they uh, do. They put out a, like one night stand. I think it's legitimately a great game. Uh, you played blind men and enjoyed it uh, on this very show. Yeah. But both those have easy trophy lists. You can go in and do it. And some of them now with these visual novels are ridiculously easy. So I went in and knocked out Strawberry Vinegar, Blind Men, and Sweet. Uh, I'm sorry, Syrup, the ultimate sweet. That's that. So I went in and knocked those games out, Bless, where I just played nice. them over. Now, you know, how did how did you play Blind Men? Did you do the fast forward thing? So it's 100%. All okay. of these games, of course, ladies and gentlemen, are visual novels where you have very limited announced choices. So you, of course, go to playstationtrophies.org. 
you type in the name of the game you want to go after you go to the forum they have the trophy guide there that i have couldn't tell you a goddamn thing that happens in any of these games because all i did blessing was put on taylor swift the new album and then fast forwards you know ultimate tech speed ultimate no transitions all that jazz and hit the button it goes and then you 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 look at the little guide it says you know to do option number one you do that do option number three all right to be to be clear in blind men there are maybe like four options i think in that game to choose from yeah it goes nice so yeah i was able to do that and i picked up the platinum like i said i I picked up the platinum on uh syrup and the ultimate suite uh that was on vita then i got syrup and the ultimate suite on playstation 4 north american then i got syrup and the ultimate suite on playstation 4 uh european then i got blind men north american on ps4 then i got blind men eu on playstation 4 then i got strawberry vinegar on playstation 4 uh i have some vita versions to go through still obviously but i'll save it for maybe the next album or the next time i've just had a few and i just want to do that but hey on top of that though persona 5 royal right now 26 percent of the trophies they got a good trophy list there you know what i mean yeah i'm i think i'm definitely gonna platinum it at this point i've got i've gotten are you all trying the trophy- to like is that the thing are you trying to or is it just the I, way you play it already has it happened i i so like I started it with the idea of, okay, I'm probably going to platinum this thing, knowing uh-huh. that people were saying that it's relatively easy if you're going to complete the game anyway. And I got to a point probably like 50 hours in to where I was like, all right, I'm going to make sure I get the trophies I need to get. And granted, like it did take a bit. It did take it did take me going through each of them being like, all right, I have to go to uh, the, the pond and fish on this day. Okay, cool. I need to go through and do this. But really what it is is just completing activities. And like it isn't much of a hassle um i don't think it's a hassle it's just like i don't i'm in a weird spot with it where i want to platinum it for sure but i don't want to gamify it to the that point like i don't want to have a note i don't want to have the trophy list or the ps trophy playstation trophies.org road got roadmap next to me open you mm-hmm. know what i mean i don't want to have to do that and worry about it i think i gotta let it go because i want to enjoy it the way i've been enjoying it gotcha i don't want to fuck it up bless you know what i mean i feel yeah Thanks, I, the well the thing I will say is that I think that I think the trophy list is good in the sense that the 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 main trophies are basically asking you to uh, interact with the features that are exclusive to Persona Five Royal that weren't in oh. the original Persona Five, and so like it's things like there's a maid cafe in Persona Five Royal, and there's things like all right, order from the special menu from the maid cafe, and that takes you like two to three days to do because you had to go there like basically you had to go there like three 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 times to get the special menu uh it's stuff like that that you might end up doing you might end up doing most of that stuff anyway and it might be like a thing of like you playing pickup in order to, to yeah, get the rest of the trophies i saw some people talk about making if i made a second save around where i am right now i could clean it up and then i'm also yes. looking for patreon.com slash kind of funny games the youtube chat right here nicole humphrey Someone oh, I've met many a time. The uh, homie. Very, uh, the homie, exactly. Yeah. Saying, uh, I had so many days left at the end, it was really quick just to go through the remaining activities. So there you, there go. you go. Yeah. I'll look at it that way. But yeah. Well, when, as, as I get closer, I'll figure it all out and go. But yeah. maybe I'll start making some backup saves out there just, just in case to clean it up. Blessing. Craig. Are you ready to answer some questions that were sent in as part of reader mail at patreon.com slash kind of funny games? I am. I left a lot of syllables out a lot of words there, but we got there. We, no, put, you, we, you, we got you, there at the end. There's you know an end mean? destination and you got there. Uh, Alex Price writes into patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, Greg and blessing. Now that the last of us part two and G O T. I mean, he game of Thrones. No ghost, ghost of Tsushima yeah. uh, is out. 
What games are you looking forward to for the rest of the year? We have Avengers in September and Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk in November. Can I tell you how much I hate the GOT um, abbreviation for Ghost of Tsushima? Because I do think of Game of Thrones every time I read it. And sure. I have the same issue with uh, God of War where mm, like thankfully yeah. I'll, I'll read it as god of war most of the time but there are those few times where i'm like <laughs> gears of war most of the time <laughs> yeah yeah gears of war yeah it definitely pops for it uh for you mm. what are you looking forward to what's the what's the next big thing on your horizon or the next couple big things i mean the next one uh is an, is, is an interesting question because like i think the game i'm looking to i'm looking forward to immediately is fall guys which is out next week uh which is really exciting but then yeah after that like West of Dead is coming out yep. in August for PlayStation, which I'm really excited about. And then like of <clears throat> Avengers and Star Wars, I think are the next ones, like next bigger games after that. Um, but like I'm I'm like looking forward to those, but I'm not looking forward to those, you know? Like there's like a level of hype that I that I have for those that are not as much as like a cyberpunk or even like a ghost of Tsushima. Sure. No, those are different things, obviously. Yeah. Um, for sure. That said, like overall, though, like aside from Cyberpunk, because I feel like it's the easiest answer, The Pathless is one that I'm really looking forward Ooh. to, which is coming to, I think, PS5 and PS4, if I had to guess. Um, that game looks really cool. It looks like almost like a Breath of the Wild, which has me uh, excited. Deathloop is very high on my list for games I'm very excited for. Um, and now I'm like, I'm getting into PS5 games, but um i mean that counts that wasn't in playstation 4 like what are you looking forward to this year oh, okay yeah You're um and then even though man of madon didn't blow me away mm -hmm. i do want to see what little hope is because that's coming out on uh halloween i'm pretty sure um i want to I, I hope that's better like i hope that game comes out and it gives us what we want in terms of it being closer to the the excitement of until dawn like closer to the quality i should say actually of, of, of until dawn um that's pretty much what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I mentioned it earlier on the top of it, right? Like, I think uh, right now, Fall Guys, uh, I'm stoked that that's just next week and obviously uh, free for PlayStation Plus. Uh, but in terms of the next big things I'm excited for, it's Kingdoms of Amalurri Reckoning uh, and then it's Avengers and they come out on the same fucking day. So I'm hoping Kingdoms of Amalurri mm, gets review code out way earlier so I can have that in the bag before Avengers even gets here. But like, it's what you said earlier of and what we've talked about many a time is like, my Avengers hype right now is ridiculous for a game that, as I say, every time I talk about it, I'm like, could be a seven, could be, could be a six, could be, could be an eight. You don't know what you're getting there, but something about running around and unlocking the Avengers and playing through an Avengers story and being Captain America and being Iron Man and hopefully the multiplayer stuff working and you and I doing some stuff and getting Tim in there or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, there's something that speaks to me where every weekend when I'm out on these goddamn hikes with Jen, she's trying to keep me from dying. Uh, when I start drifting off in my mind, the first game I drift to is like, it's going to be fun to play the Avengers. And I hope it is. God, I hope we have another War Table what, yeah. Wednesday uh, tomorrow if you're watching this on YouTube that we'll be live reacting to twitch.tv slash kind of funny games and on you know, later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. Like, I hope that game is fucking awesome. Uh, I hope it's just good. Like, it's the same thing this weekend where it's like, uh, I'm playing Persona. That's great. And I'm having a good time. But it is like, if it was if Marvel Heroes still existed, I'd play Marvel Heroes. And I I like Marvel Ultimate Alliance a lot on Switch, but it's not the same. And I and I don't know if this will be either. Like I don't know if this is gonna fill that gap, but I do love the idea of there's something masochistic about me, I guess, but it's what all gamers are in, in to some extent where I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna main cap 
but then I'm going to have a backup of Iron Man. But then yeah. inevitably we're going to get in this situation yeah, where I'm in. Mean, so I, exciting. I join a team and it's like those are already taken. It's like then it's going to be Thor and it's going to be like, well, if I have all these people, I'm going to have to have them all at top level. You know what I mean? I'm going to have to go unlock all these things and do all these different missions. And de- like maybe we get it and it's complete trash. I'm like, fuck, this sucks. Like beta is coming to play on these this week in August on the weekends. Like I'm going to be fucking in there to see if this is worth the hype I have in my. Uh, and again, not hype that I'm like, this is going to be a 10 out of 10. Hype that I'm like, fuck, I just want to play it. I just want to unlock the costumes. I just want to, you know, run around and put on stupid blasters and screw around. But that's where I'm at with that one. Kingdoms of Monolur because that's just a great game. And then as you look far beyond that, it's it's all Miles Morales, baby. Oh, like, I yeah. Can't, yeah. I cannot fucking wait. Halo looks cool and I want to play it. Obviously, Cyberpunk is Cyberpunk. Like, I, I've been stoked about that since they announced it. But a fucking new Spider-Man game on PlayStation 5 is Miles Morales. Like, fuck yeah, yeah let's go. I'm super excited for that. And also, shout out to the Bucks Next. I'm excited for Bucks Next. Like, un- sure. like un- unironically, um, excited Snacks. for Bucks Next. And Greg, I actually have a question for you. Play it on me. Do you do you do you recall Twin Mirror from Don't Nod? I do recall Twin Mirror from Don't Nod. When do you think we get that game? Because they have it, it's Didn't it's they put a... as a 2020 game. I don't think there's there might be an exact date that I missed, but I don't think there's an exact date. Like, I think it is just 2020 for now. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Well, there was a recent trailer. Maybe they dropped a date in there. Maybe There were previews, too, recently. Were there previews? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, was, I on the, was I not on the press list? Don't not. Are you very excited about it? Yeah, I'm, dude, I'm all about Twin Mirror. Because the thing is, and I'm probably the only person in the world that would say these words in, like, in an exciting way. But... It reminds me of um, what was it called in the West? Fahrenheit is what it was called sure. in like Europe. Um, Indigo Prophecy. Uh, Indigo Prophecy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quantic Dreams for, or maybe not first, but one of the quant- early Quantic Dream games. Uh, it, it gives me those vibes. And don't nod. I have more faith to pull it uh, to pull that kind of thing off. And so I've been actually looking forward to to what that thing is. But like, what's oh, we'll call it? Um, Tell me why. Tell me. I had to like play the NSYNC song in my head. Tell me like, why. Yeah, I was like, why can't I think of it? Is that NSYNC um, or Backstreet Boys? Uh, it was Backstreet Boys. It was Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. Boys. Okay. I thought I messed um, up. So here's the thing you need to know about yourself. Okay. You haven't been that vocal about loving about, Don't Nod. Have I not been? No, yeah. Life haven't. is Strange is literally one of my favorite games of this gen. Yeah, you don't talk. I love Life is Strange, you know. Joey loves Life is Strange. We talk mm-hmm. about those games all the time. So when Don't Not hit me up and said, does anybody want to do the hands-off demo of Twitter here? I said, yeah, I do. I do. Greg oh, Miller okay. does. Did you and do so it? I took, I took, yeah, I took the demo. Oh, okay. We, I, I, is no, the, I, embargo's up. Embargo's up. That was the problem. Why haven't you that. talked about it? Okay, first off, motherfucker, I haven't talked about it because uh, it was we got uh, a million reviews. When's the last time we had a show that was just like, "What are you talking? What, let's talk about what you've been playing." We don't do it anymore because the I games mean, cast is about reviews and spoiler cast. This shit. I guess exactly. been a couple. There's been a couple. Exactly, episodes motherfucker. Think about it. This yeah. shit last. It was this. Then we had Janet on. Then we had that. Like July 10th is when the embargo went up. That was like what two weeks ago. It's been. We've had themed shows that have been all about it. You know what I mean? Fair. Very fair. Uh, so yeah, I I I watched a hands-off demo in the new uh, world of uh, uh, COVID and how it all worked of Twin Mirror, and it is fucking weird. <laughs> Which is it, exactly what I want. It I want is a so weird bad. game, that's right? Music to my ears. Uh, Kevin, I'm gonna send you. Yeah, what's up? Right, 
I'm gonna send you this article from the sixaccess.com. What are you gonna, are you gonna use? To send a Discord app. I'm gonna, uh, Slack. I, what do you want me to? Do? I was in Slack. I was Email. in Slack. Email. I'm gonna Slack options. just to you, just to kind of funny Kevin. There All it is. Right, uh, you can scroll Slack. around. So like, uh, yeah, I didn't know much about Twinmere. I know there's no password. You don't need. What are you talking about? Don't you know? Just do it. Uh, I didn't know much about uh, Twinmere outside of don't nod, which means I'm in. But like, what's the? Uh, this is where I get confused because there's the Xbox one too that that's coming. That's why. Tell me why, right? And so, ain't nothing but huh? So it's, yeah, uh, hold on, I'm expanding it so I can talk to it. Is it? So you play in this game as this guy Sam Higgs. Uh, he's an investigative journalist. He's coming back home for the first time in forever, right, for a funeral. And so it's you coming back and remembering these things. And what you're seeing right here in this trailer is pretty much exactly what uh, I I'm saying, quote unquote, played, which was of course hands off demo where I watched it, where you walk over to the overlook of that the. Uh, uh town you start you know having these flashbacks to what's going on you start remembering this relationship you had again this is all uh i want to say like a nine to 15 minute demo somewhere in there that i'm doing uh and it is these again choices you're having the conversations you're having and then uh yeah this is you walk into this uh little girl and talk to her none of this happened with me uh it was weird because it it seemed like a normal all right, we're talking. You see right here is Sam uh, is, is looking over the side here and re replaying all this different shit. It's like, okay, so I'm just talking and I'm coming back to the funeral. And then at some point he went into the mirror universe. Uh, Kevin, can you uh, get out of the trailer and go back to the article and scroll down to uh, what it'd be? There it is right there. You go into this weird universe that's like inside your own mind. That is like all this shattered glass of mirrors that you walk around and experience the memories through that way and get parts of the stories that way. And you can re relive moments of the past that way. It was super fucking weird. And it was like just a quick glimpse at it. And then that was kind of over. And they're kind of like, this is going to be a big part of the game, but we'll save that for later in their demo. And they kind of bounced. And so I was left with this weird game of sitting there and reminiscing, talking to this daughter who or this girl who felt abandoned uh i'm there for a funeral i i missed the funeral because i got lost in my own mind my own mere mindscape i was like all right and the demo was over i was just like all right oh. like uh cool this is uh this is definitely the weird heady don't nod stuff you'd expect but also like what like <laughs> what just happened? What is this game going to be? And uh, so I don't have much to say pro or con about it. I thought it was a very bizarre demo for a game that looks bizarre, which is what you'd want, right? Like, okay, yeah, sure. Give me a, a really weird tale, I guess, of who I am and what's going on and who these people were. And I'm coming back to town and there's all this different stuff. And I clearly had this relationship with this girl that went wrong and she there and I, I i can get so lost in my own head that i lose track of hours or maybe it was like 15 30 minutes but like totally miss this funeral i was supposed to go to the whole reason i came back it's crazy it's crazy interesting part. all right do you think do you think it's gonna come out this year no. they said 2020 but yeah i don't, I don't think so I don't think you don't think so because no. it's tell me why is taking over like the next two months and so are you gonna put it out with, with the ps5 and xbox series x or it'd probably be the best way to do it right if you did that i think uh why not like if you went and put it out there i think you have a shot at actually like people picking it up sight unseen a bit more all right it's a weird game and it's all over the place but i'm, I'm playing it because there's nothing else to play i have this new system i want to do all these different mm -hmm. things with it i'm looking back yeah I, I, my thing didn't end with yeah, even this uh, uh, the sixaccessagain.com that we're reading from ends their preview, which was by Stefan L. Uh, it's supposed to still arrive later this year is what they have. But yeah, I bet that game 
gets pushed to spring because I think right my now. My thing about it. Sorry, go ahead. Like, well, right now with spring, like there's not really much coming out in spring. Like not much is ha- like Far Cry and Hitman Three are like the two games I can think of that are spring games right now. And so if you can get Twin Mirror out of the busy fall and put that in like a February, that game might thrive around that time if there's nothing else coming out. And I think, and I think for me playing the game or again playing in air quotes because i didn't actually play it but watching it and having it be i thought so fragmented and not seem like a complete thing yet i i, I just don't think it's gonna be ready either for this year that would make maybe sense too. Yeah, yeah but yeah sorry about that you got yeah i didn't realize that was one of your jams i would have gotten you on there i would have gotten you to do oh it. no it's fine i mean I, I mean hearing you talk about it it works just as well for me especially if you didn't get to play it and so yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think in the trailer shows obviously a lot from it stuff. So we'll see. But yeah, who knows what that one's going to shape up to actually be like. But it, it left me. I'm more interested in tell me why. Now, granted, yeah, is it apples to oranges? Probably. Tell me why. It's had a couple different showings. We know the base of it. Like the story seems easier to wrap your head around looking at it. Whereas Twin Mirror, seeing him driving to town, having like the conversations in his head, and then he's talking. Like, we're getting a flashback I mean, to this thing that we're in the weird mirror universe where there's mirror people that suddenly become real people. Like, all right. It honestly feels like don't not we're like all right we got life is strange and like what if we took life is strange and then took the the two most extreme elements of it and made two different games we're gonna make the weirdo or like the, like the weird um you know different world like you have superpowers kind of thing and then yeah. we're gonna make like this this cool tale of a family and they're coming of age kind of thing and yeah, we're just gonna yeah, make two different like it, it very much strikes me as that which is yeah. interesting yeah exactly and we'll see if that pays off for him because I think you know, what do people want from them or where what you want these narrative adventures, but do you want the crazy world too and the crazy abilities and stuff? We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I do, but I'm sure we'll see how it, how it plays out. Uh, blessing. Greg, we ask people who watch us and go to patreon.com slash kind of funny games, of course, to be part of the show, uh, get the show ad free, get it with the post show. We'll do after this, but also give us their PSN names. Uh, so we can look through their trophies and be complete snoops today. The nanobiologist wrote in, why he should be looked at he gave no reason he just gave the nanobiologist a name we know well as somebody who does a lot of great work on you're wrong over on kind of funny games daily uh so at psnprofiles.com slash the nanobiologist you look at this he's a level 13 right now he has 938 total trophies 17 platinums currently working his way through ghost of tsushima uh he's got 51 percent there last was part two is at 42 percent ratchet and clank four percent blessing what are you doing what are you what are you doing what do you, you start playing this game? It looks like June twentieth, and you stopped. You stopped playing Ratchet and Clank. This is Ratchet and Clank, uh, uh twenty fifteen. It looks like too, or twenty sixteen. Excuse me. Um, what are you doing? Finish Ratchet and Clank. You don't even need to platinum it. Just finish it because it's a great game. Nanobiologist. If you are a real biologist, I think he has to be that kind of name. I don't think you can. You can't just say that on the internet. You know. I mean, I. People say whatever they want on the internet, and so I can't take him at his word that he's a true biologist until I see some identification or until he beats Ratchet and Clank. So yeah, four percent of Ratchet and Clank trophies, but twenty-four percent of the Predator Hunting Ground trophies. That is a man of taste, right there. Blessing. All right, that is a man who knows Predator like Hunting it. Grounds better than Shadow of the Colossus. I don't like it. Knows he should commit more time to it than he committed uh, to that thing. Uh, well, if you want to go into Nano's Platinums, that's where it gets interesting, right? Sly Cooper, Thieves in Time. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Sly 3, Sly 2, Kingdom Hearts 3, Sly Cooper and the Thievius Raccoons. Then, out of nowhere, he's got all these Sly games, then Persona 5, the original Persona 5 Platinum. Oh, that's great. 
Jack 2, Jack and Daxter, Kingdom Hearts, Dream Drop Distance, Marvel's Spider-Man, Kingdom Hearts 2, Kingdom Hearts uh, uh, Re, Chain of Memories, Donut County, Kingdom Hearts, God of War, Horizon Zero Dawn. We just ran through all of his Platinums, and I noticed a theme there. He's a man who likes certain franchises and sticks around for them franchises. I feel like I understand the nail ball just a lot more <laughs> going through these Platinum <laughs> this gave you This gave you a glimpse into who this man is. Like, hmm, I get this. I get yeah. this. This makes sense. Uh, in a similar vein to me, he has zero of 38 Psychonauts trophies. <laughs> Meaning he turned the game on. I was like, you know what? I like you, Tim Schafer. I'll do something else. I got to bounce. I got to bounce out of here. Honestly, I think mine looks the exact same. If you, if you go to mine, I think I, have, I also have zero out of 38 Psychonaut trophies. We got to someday. We got to talk about like not a wish list. Not the game that you turned on and turned off. Yeah. Well, no stuff like in the similar vein of uh, 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 wanting to review Persona 5 Royal, right? Like mm. on this show one day, there's a bunch of games I'd like to review on this game that I've never actually crossed the finish line on. You know what I mean? Stuff I've started mm. or whatever, like actually commit to like your pile of shame. We should do that next week, probably. That'd be fun. Your, pile, your pile of shame and see what we got on there. Because I know there's a lot on there for me that I and some of them not even that long. You know what I mean? Some of them I could do and just be done with, but I haven't done it. Shadow of the Colossus. I just haven't. But you mm-hmm. haven't beat Shadow Colossus. How far have you gotten in Shadow? That's Clauses? next week's topic. That's next week's topic. Wait, I'm, I don't okay. have to worry well, about I'll this. save it for next week because I want to know all about this because okay, I have some okay, words. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been PS. I love you. XOXO episode thirty. Thank you so much for your support, love, and appreciation. Remember, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/KindOfFunnyGames and get the post show we're about to do right over there. Plus, you get the show ad free. You can write in with your questions, comments, concerns, PSN names, and everything else under the PlayStation Sun. If you have no bucks to toss our way, it's no big deal. There's a new episode of the show each and every Tuesday on YouTube.com slash games, roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe. No matter where you get the show, thank you for your support. Please consider going to patreon.com slash games, supporting us there, uh, subscribing on YouTube, leaving a review on iTunes, subscribing on Spotify, I guess. Basically, wherever you get the show, go to the things you don't use it for on the other things and click there and do that stuff. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.